Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your butthole The Weekly Planet, The Weekly Planet Welcome back everybody to another episode of The Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday and with me as always is my co-host Nick Mason. We're here folks, we made it, we all made it. We watched Spider-Man No Way Home That's without right. getting spoiled. That's right. We did it. We did it. And hopefully you did too. Uh, we're not going to spoil it until the spoiler section of the show. That's true. And then we're going to not spoil it after it, hopefully. That is the plan. Fingers crossed. There will be time codes below uh, if you do want to miss any of that. But before we get there, Mason, mm-hmm. you better believe there's things to say up top. Uh-oh. We've got a commentary for Die Hard. We did it for a, a Christmas commentary. A lot of fun, that one. That's right. That's, uh, that's up Which right now. Which isn't to say, James, we don't have fun with all our commentaries. No, but this one was the best one. This was we the actually best one. deleted all the other ones. It's yeah, just so this you've one got to, if, you don't yeah. like, if you don't like discussions about how Die Hard is a Christmas movie yeah, yeah. and like... Pointing at guns and going, I reckon it's an Australian gun. What kind of gun is that, do you reckon? What kind of gun What about this guy? What do you think about Bruce Willis's hair in this one? Oh, there's a lot of Bruce Willis talks, yeah. unsurprisingly, for, uh, for a, a diehard guy. Not as much as you'd think, though. That's I true. Think, yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, that's at bigsandwich.co. I might actually put that one up on YouTube for free in like a week or so, maybe, because yeah, no, okay. we did that for Jingle All the Way last it's week. True we did, yeah. I don't know whether I'll do that yet. I'll see. How that goes, <laughs> yeah, right. how much time I get, and if I want to. But leading up to Spider-Man. <laughs> now, folks, you've got oh. to be out there and you've got to be thinking, will tweeting at James and ask him to put it up on YouTube, mm. will that make him more inclined to put it up on YouTube exactly. or less inclined to exactly. put it up on YouTube? You've got to make that decision. <laughs> this guy's a wild Because I can get, like, know. the wrong tweet at the wrong time of day. That's right. And yeah. it locks in my opinion. You're doing a lot of stuff today. You've had a, you've had a, <laughs> I came here and there was absolute mayhem. There was a dog in a cage. There was a kid that I couldn't hear. I couldn't see, but I could hear. Yeah. Who I'm assuming was also in a cage. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. That's it. Just mostly cages. Mostly yeah. cleaning cages. Am I? It's my yeah. day. Yeah. I'm just saying, uh, just to be clear, yeah. the dog was in a cage because it's a puppy. Yes, and that's where she sleeps and she woke up when Mason came around. Yeah, there's not You don't have dogs in cages. No, no, no. It's just like, a, dog little, fighting it's like a pen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. not, for, not for dog fighting. No, it's not because for dog fighting. Because if you leave a puppy alone, it's like leaving a baby yeah. alone late at night. They'll... They, they, feel more con- they feel safe and contained when they're sleeping. And they don't fall down yeah. the stairs. And look, we will be entering her in dog fighting arenas. Yeah, for sure. But that's a 2022 discussion. Okay, cool. Mason. Time codes below. I have a little stone wheel and I'm building little claws for it. <laughs> oh, Just a little, little shredder claws for later. 
Uh, so we're going to talk about that Thor poster that we discussed last week. Yeah. A kick-ass reboot. Thorpster. Thorpster. Kick-ass reboot. Blue Beetle news. Uh, the first reactions to Matrix. Uh, Re- Resurrections. Um, something about uh, Marvel and what they're doing for something. I don't know. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess. Oh, it's the reshoots for Doctor Strange. That's oh. what that one is. And then we're going to go into Spider-Man No Way Home. And then, of course, the plan is to sneak in a bit of Snake Eyes afterwards, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time coming. but uh, So if you haven't watched Snake Eyes up until this point, first of all, what are you doing? We've and been, big spoilers, we've obviously. Been, we've been banging on about this for weeks. This is going to be the big, as we've always said, this is going to be the big Snake Eyes yeah. episode. So pause the podcast now. Yep. Maybe watch Snake Eyes. Yep. And then he'll be ready for us to. If you can squeeze in the other GI Joe movies, that's fine. This is, I mean, they're not really related, but there's definite crossover, isn't there? Snake Eyes, for example. Snake Eyes is one of the things that makes yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the transition. Anyway, all of those are linked below. You can jump wherever you want to go. Now let's talk about that poster. <laughs> was that a little rhyme for Christmas? It didn't mean to be, but yes. Uh, d- that Thor poster we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. It that was big time re- fake poster. It that was Taika real. He said was fake. He lies all the time. Okay. He, I was saying He's this before the show. Voice. Like he was, was like, I'd never do a Star Wars movie. That sounds like absolute hell. And then a month later, he's like, Yeah, I'm doing a. I mean, that Star maybe is Wars not movie. necessarily a lie. It might just be like they just drove a dump truck full of money to his house, and he's like, I've actually changed my mind now. Yeah, yeah. Now you might be right. But also this, and I said this to you off air. You said this Thor poster is real, mm. and I said, but Taika Waititi made fun of it for being bad, and it is bad. Mm. And then you said. Maybe it's bad on purpose? I think it's bad on purpose. Okay. Uh, so this is via the Direct, and it's an officially licensed product from Marvel. The poster was mistakenly distributed to a retailer too early and will be available for purchase oh. in 2022. Oh, there you go. A mere month away. A mere month away. Very exciting. Get them, we can put it up next to our calendar, <laughs> our No true. Time to Die 2021 calendar. Now, when you say it's bad on purpose. I mean, like, you know, it's like schlocky and like 80s. Okay, sure, and sure, like, right. Well, as we mentioned, like spray-painted side of a van kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's too many versions of each character on the poster as well yeah it seems like a mistake it, you're right it does seem like a spray paint on the side of a van thing mm. they should do you know how like i think it's maybe nigeria you know like nigerian cinemas yeah yeah they'll just somebody will make a poster and it's just sort of very vaguely related yeah absolutely they hire one of those guys i think I agree. And just do just do, Thor just do that just do all the marvel movies why not why not Let's talk. We're going to talk about more MCU stuff, but first, let's talk about a kick-ass reboot. Okay. Of the the <laughs> franchise, it sounds like I'm being like, "Get ready for a kick-ass reboot." Here's the property. No, it's... and then we're going to have a kick-ass summer, everybody. Exactly. Surf is up, dudes. Um, so Matthew Vaughn, who directed the original Kick-Ass, the surfs up at Camp Crystal Lake. I don't believe it. Yeah, you get a speedboat and you kind of whip up some little waves. You oh, know that's what I mean? cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before you get murdered. Uh, Matthew Vaughn was talking to Collider. He directed. He's directing the new Kingsman movie. Oh yeah, which I have an opportunity to see this weekend. I just don't <laughs> think I will. Huh. I don't not want to see it, mm. but I don't want to go to Jam Factory to see it or wherever it is. Like drive like into the city and through traffic and sit in the <laughs> cinema. I, okay, I don't. I don't want to do that. You know. Sounds like you've lost the love for movies, and all the really annoying things that go with going to the movies. Wow. You know what? You might be right. Mm-hmm. You might actually be right. Who would have thought that this romance could ever come to an end? <laughs> uh, anyway, he said, we've got a big reboot of Kick-Ass in two years. Big reboot. It's so fucking nuts that I can't talk about it. All right, language, Matthew Vaughn. It says... Director uh, of X-Men First Class. I know. They've actually muted it here in the... But I oh. feel like I wanted to keep it real. Uh, but we've got to, we're, we've got that ready to go. All the right, all rights revert back in two years, and then we're going to do a reboot where people are going to be like, it's insane. So my understanding is I think, I guess Fox and Disney own it at the moment. Okay. I think. 
And if they don't make something, goes back to Miller, goes back World? To Miller World, who has an exclusive deal with, with Netflix? Netflix. Yes. So is it? So it's going to Netflix. This is a series. I mean, I don't know if it would it, whether it would be released on Netflix, yeah, but yeah. maybe. Interesting. Okay. Uh, it says he says it'll cause so much, uh, just as much controversy, and everyone will talk about it, and as many people that love it will hate it. Except, and then he says, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I put that in, and I'm going to need one very, very brave actor, actor or actress to play the new Kickass because it will scare the shit out of them. Whoa. Whoa, this sounds real and cool. I, I like the first Kick-Ass from yeah. memory. Um, I remember liking the second one, but I, it's probably not as good, is it? I, know you I don't like remember it. enjoying the second one. But, um, yeah, who's going to be the new, I guess, uh, so now the new Kick-Ass, it's open to everybody. Well, the new kick in the comics, oh. he retires. And there's a... And there's a new Kick-Ass who's like, she's like a war vet. Oh, and okay. she's like basically shutting down drug empires. Okay, so this could be set... This could be both a reboot and also set up Absolutely, the previous kick-asses. Yeah. And that, I think, would probably make a lot more sense. Yeah, because you could, like, loosely tie it. Yeah, without... because otherwise mm. it's just the same thing of a guy decides he wants to be a, a, yeah, we don't a, a vigilante that. and he buys the suit off the internet and he goes out and he gets hit by a car or whatever and then it's the yeah. same kind of thing. It's just a matter of degrees of, like, how's that suit going to look? Is yeah. it going to look more homemade or less homemade? Great question. Mm. But if you said it afterwards. And then I was going to say who... Kick-ass more homemade, they could call it. <laughs> Who who's a who's a new like little Disney girl who could be the new? Well, they hit don't girl. need in the in the comic. Mm. I mean, the, the Kickass comics, the Hit Girl comics continue, and she goes on her own adventures. Grows up like a normal human being. Yes, yeah, so, no, no, no. She murders. Oh. She's still, I think she's still a kid at the moment. All oh, right, okay. And then, like a few people did a run. I think Jeff Lemire did one. I think oh, Kevin Smith did one. Okay, a bunch you get of back them. into those. And then Kickass. This woman becomes Kickass, and then there is a cross in the, in the Kevin Smith reboot. Is Kickass renamed Snooch Booch? <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. Yeah, Booch. Okay, great. And then they cross over. Oh. So yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with that, to be okay. honest. But um, yeah, why not? Let's have a go. I think it kind of has to. Like I get what he's saying with the everyone's going to be talking about, it and there's going to be controversy because if you just did that movie now, it's like you know it's been ten years since that's true. These yeah. kind of movies, ten years plus, so we don't. Mm. You know, you kind of have to do more than kick ass again. A sweary but, little kid. Yeah, but he doesn't have the jetpack because it's closer to the comics or yeah, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Or he has two jetpacks because it's further away from the comics. Pointing opposite directions. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's... Just a constant hover. <laughs> Just a constant hop, sh- shudder and hover. In <laughs> uh, other news, uh, Blue Beetle. You know, there's a Blue Beetle movie in the works. I think it's going to go straight to HBO Max. That's what I've heard. And I nothing's going to change what I've heard, James. This just in. Okay, this is hot. On. I was actually that was my piece of news. Oh yes, but I've just got it here. It's just popped up in my feed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that it's not going to be streaming to HBO Max anymore. Whoa! And it's going to go to cinemas, and it's going to be August eighteenth, twenty twenty three. I've heard of cinemas. Good, yeah. I think, because uh, HBO Max got absolutely smacked this year. Yeah. They got yeah. their bottom smacked, oh, Mason. No, by directors yeah. and. And box office numbers, add HBO Max numbers. The true fans. The true fans were not were not loving it. So what do you think of that? I love it. I'm excited to see Blue Beetle. I'm wondering if Batgirl is going to be the same because I think there's a couple of them mm-hmm. happening. I can't remember how many. Yeah, and I wonder if they're going to switch them all. They should. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hopefully we're post-pandemic by then. Hopefully. Maybe we'll get a new one. Let's just see what's up. Yeah. There we go. Anyways, let's talk about The Matrix. The Matrix Resurrection. Oh, yes. Did you see it got some reviews this week? Uh, people have gone to see it. There's been a lot of hype. People are like, this is actually yeah. genuinely good. It's like an homage, but it takes it forward in a different way. There's some people that are just like, ah, I didn't really like it. <laughs> okay. But I would say at this point, 
mostly positive and some mixed, okay. which is not terrible, but again, early screenings and whatever. Yeah, so who knows? Right. But Ooh, I'm jazzed, Mason. <laughs> Has anybody said, like, it's a mere shadow of its former self or something I think like nobody that? was like, this is better than the first one. Like, okay. everybody <laughs> was like, it's yeah, like, right, right, right. it's at least better than the sequel. Look, I think it might be, and again, we haven't seen it yet, but I think, you know, it, it might. I feel like it might be, you know, sort of, and I think I've said this about Ghostbusters, like it feels like it's yeah. maybe like, a, like an X-Men 1 and then Logan kind of situation where it's like, you know, it's a good it's a good capper to the, the the series. You know, it's a good, yeah, absolutely. Even if you even if you maybe miss the the, the intervening ones, you go okay. Well, the, the the first one was you know incredible for its time, and then this new one's like that's oh, a good good finale. Okay, yeah. cool. Maybe. All right. Yeah. What's that? What else is going on here? Let's have a look, Mason. Did you know that Tom Holland mm. uh, is maybe going to be a Fred? Is going to be Fred Astaire and a Fred Astaire? Yeah, he's Fred Astaireing it, isn't he? He's Fred Astaireing it. We get to, this was from several weeks ago, yeah, yeah. but I just remembered it. It makes like, sense, doesn't it? Yeah. That he would be that guy. That's true. Mm. And a lot of people are like, he's too handsome for Fred Astaire. You slick the hair back. It's fine. You give him a little extra nose. An extra nose. Like yeah. a nose he can carry with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Fred Astaire famously, <laughs> like famously a big, had. Yeah. Like a big paper mache nose he yeah, yeah. dances. He holds in front of him and dances. Fred Astaire famously had the nose of one of the heads of MGM Studios. Is that true? Yeah, and then, then he was like, I got your nose. Yeah. So you've got to give me all these roles. My understanding is as well, because he got too famous and too rich, he bought this, the Sphinx's nose. And yep. that's when his career began to decline. He just went full Nicolas Cage. That's correct, yes. Just out of just spinning yeah. out of control, buying anything. Did you see that trailer for that Nicolas Cage movie? Where he's, oh, he's himself. He's yes. himself and whatever. Yeah, Looks yeah. good. Mm. Looks good. And he's – who's the other guy in it? It's Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, it's fine. yeah. Is there some other trailers? I don't know if you've got them in there. Let's have a look. I was also going to say, just just FYI, uh, Tom Holland. Uh, I Thomas think he, Holland. Thomas Holland. He, like people, everybody knows him from when he did Rihanna's Umbrella on the dance off. Yeah. I don't look. I don't think he. I don't think he's as good as Fred Astaire like was. But well, he's not like that's he, not his whole thing. It's not his whole thing exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I think he's like he's he's. I, I wouldn't normally be like yeah, cast Tom Holland as everything. Yeah. But I'm like I, I think he's got. I think he's got what it takes to be that guy. I completely I agree. You know, that, that being said, and he I, was Billy Elliot as well. That's true. So he's done other things. Um, but also, as I understand it, Fred Astaire didn't want a biopic made. Of him after he died. It's too late. Too late, though. He's dead. Where are you, Fred Astaire? Should have factored that in. He should have stayed alive for a few more years. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to tell you, other trailer When did life. Fred Astaire die? <laughs> Speaking of that dance show. I don't know. Did you see the trailer for that thing with Channing Tatum? And I did. Sandra and uh, Bullock, Sandra Bullock and Brad, Brad Pitt's Pitt's in Pitt's in briefly. It. Yeah. Looks a lot of fun. It looks lot like, fun. like Romancing the Stone kind of, yeah. uh, you know, that kind of vibe. Sandra Bullock is a romance novelist. Yep. And she gets... Kidnapped, kidnapped and then by Daniel Radcliffe. By Daniel Radcliffe and then Channing Tatum, who is her like Fabio-esque model, has to go in and yeah. rescue. I mean, he doesn't have to. Yeah. He probably shouldn't, but he goes in and they. It looks fun. It looks fun, yeah. Yeah. It looks really cool. I hope it's good. But I honestly, uh, and Brad Pitt's like, yeah. he's so handsome. And, and speaking of trailers, there's one more that I just remembered. Yeah. Did you see the one? Oh my God, trailers are hoy, everybody. Trailers are did, uh, did you see, uh, it's an A24 film. It's that new Michelle Yeoh film. I didn't watch the trailer for that. I know everything everywhere about. all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. I think it's called. Yeah, looks good. Looks great. What's that one about? Matrix esque. It's a woman who 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 sort of comes to a realization. There's like multiple realities with multiple versions of herself in every reality. It's Jet Li's the one. I know, and she can tap, but she can tap into the powers of all the people or all the other hers and other. Realities. Did she figure that out from watching Jet Li's the one? Yeah, she's yeah, like yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. God, Jet Li's the one. <laughs> Movie's four hours long because you've got to, you've got to put in the entire viewing of Jet Li. Yeah, no, complete. So even if you watch it beforehand, you still yeah. have to watch it again yeah, when yeah. you watch it. Okay, fair enough. Let's talk about. Um... She's like, I can smash two motorcycles together. <laughs> this is via the Hollywood Reporter. So you probably heard that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, 
and the Multiverse of Madness in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, they d- did some reshoots. It's doing some current reshoots. Okay. And we're all like, uh, what kind of news is this? Good, bad, reshoots can, like, most Marvel movies have them anyway. Yeah, yeah they're built so in, apparently. Built yeah. in, yeah. But Marvel Studios were apparently jazzed by the many actors crossing paths with each other in No Way Home and the playfulness of having alternate versions of characters appear on screen in Loki. And so they want to have more fun with the multiverse and more cameos and character introductions. Okay. I think we're going to get Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and Fantastic Four and... All yeah, that. I think. Right. I think they're going to do everything. Wasn't what? Didn't we see some maybe some photos or something of Hugh Jackman getting mm. getting huge again? Oh yeah, he is getting huge at the moment, isn't he? Mm. And off the back of that, remember he posted a picture of him with Kevin Feige like maybe six months ago, and then was yeah, like, right. "It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything." But up, but up, 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 and everyone was distracted by his oh, because he did some song jazz and dance. Yeah, right, right. You know, <laughs> he's just he's just got a lot going on. Mm. Could he play Fred Astaire? See, I don't think he could. I think he's too big and too old now. And too traditionally handsome, I think. Wow. I don't think he had a weird nose to him and he'd look too much like Fred Astaire. Too and tall as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I guess also he did have a weird nose in that magician movie. That's true. Where he played yeah. Rupert Gruth or whatever his name was. Sure. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Good stuff all around. So Multiverse of Madness, well, we talk about, we'll talk about this a bit but later. You, you've but... made a big swing there by saying they're going to throw the Fantastic Four in there. Yep. I think they're going to do it all. I think that we're gonna, they're going to do like weird obscure like tv shows and stuff i'm not i don't know which ones in particular but i think they're gonna do it <laughs> yeah, all yeah, yeah. yeah or a lot american gothic they're gonna bring they're gonna bring in the show american, american they're gothic. gonna do generation x or whatever it was called mutant x generation x and mutant x so they, they're two different shows but they're both about mutants yep very good mm. there you go and maybe we'll get a little dc nod as well you know oh yeah you reckon i don't know probably <laughs> not but you know why not i would what would you do specifically with the DC nods. Yeah, yeah. Just put Superman in it. Superman in it. And be like, what are you going to do, DC? Yeah. You're going to sue us? We'll keep you in court for 50 years. We hired Henry Cavill because you didn't want him. Yep. So we just we just put him in it. We put him right. in it. <laughs> Come and get him if you want him. We've got him. He's the Witcher too. <laughs> Built a costume where he's Superman on the front and Witcher on the back. <laughs> so there you bloody go, mate. Um, you also might have seen that Scarlett Johansson is uh, she's producing a Marvel property. Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, we don't really know what that is at this point, but it's, I guess that's good news for Disney and all of those particular things. Mm. And that uh, you probably saw that um, this might be a minor spoiler for Black Panther. Okay. Um, so there's a time code if you want to skip ahead. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is going to be playing a mentor in the spirit realm. Oh, I see. And yeah, and then they could probably just bring him back. Just to, just to life? Yeah, he just walks through the door and whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, yeah. look, I think um, they're probably going to have to. I've changed my ways on Black Panther now. <laughs> they're probably going to have to recast Shuri at some point or like mm. drop her. It seems so Michael B. Point. Jordan so, and Shuri. Yeah. Well, yep, yeah, absolutely. But just, break, you know, Henny's a popular actor and whatever. That's true. So it makes sense. But also, uh, there was on. one more thing I did want to say. Chadwick Boseman's brother came out and said Chadwick Boseman would probably would have wanted the role recast because it's not a cut. It's not he didn't think it was a role that like specifically oh, I belongs see, right. to him. Okay, which I think is probably a good move like down the line. You know right, what I mean for a right. next generation or you okay, know what I mean? sure, yeah, you know? yeah, right. Because okay. I think for the next forty years, mm-hmm. if you know there'll, there'll be there's always new. Superheroes, you know, new actors playing yep. superheroes. I think it, you know, it, it'll pass a certain point where I think it, you know, that would be an. Do you okay think it would do. take? Do you think it would take a a continuity reboot, like the entire MCU gets a reboot and we start again, or do you think they'll just keep it going and then be like, I was away for a while, but now I'm back? They might just do that, or he's from another dimension or something. Oh yeah, or, uh-huh. well, whatever. There's yeah. so many things that they can <laughs> yeah. do. It just seems like they're doing dimension stuff now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That seems like 
That's where it's at. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oh, and before we talk about Spider-Man uh, No Way Home, there was, there was a Harry Potter trailer for New Harry Potter. That's right. Um, New Harry Potter, no Harry Potter's no, here. I don't know. But we've mentioned Harry Potter twice now, thrice in this title. Look, so you're going to come see it. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> on, I'm not on board with any of this oh, anymore. Yeah? And who gives a shit? Are you on board? Wrap it up. Are you on board with the idea that the guy who isn't a wizard he gets his own wand? It's not That's a, cool. it's a stick. Is it a stick or is I it think a wand? It's just a stick. <laughs> it's just. I think he'll do some magic with it later. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. There's good people in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like Mads Mickelson loves seeing Mads. It's terrific. And yeah. they didn't bleach his hair or whatever. I, I appreciate that Mads Mickelson can go from like and you you don't I guess you don't see it much in like in like, you know, American movies or whatever. Yeah. He can just switch from like just like normal dad mm. to like horrible villain. Like he just he just It's like a facial expression. He just turns his face a, a different yeah. way and they and you're like, ooh, that guy's creepy. It might be a left side, right side thing. Maybe it is, yeah. I don't even think it's acting. Uh uh-huh. yeah, just, it could, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I can't act, but one side of my face is very evil. So, all right then. Do you know what it's time for, Mason? Oh, what's it time? It's for? very much time to talk about Spider-Man: No Way Home. Well, now, I just want and it's time to crack open Spider-Man: Notes Way Home. Thank you, very good. Uh, just to clarify, even though we mentioned this up top, we're going to do non-spoilers, then spoilers. The things we are going to spoil are the things in the trailers 
and like generalities. Also, in the non-spoiler section, yes, we'll mention stuff that's in the trailer. We're doing trailer stuff. We'll not mention anyone who may or may not be in the movie that isn't in in the trailers. That's right, exactly. But if you're like, I haven't seen Spider-Man: No Way Home yet, and I skipped all the trailers because I didn't want to be spoiled. Uh, I would say also, like, if you don't want to know anything, you shouldn't be here at all. <laughs> you should go somewhere else. I would argue if you don't want to know anything, this is the perfect podcast. <laughs> but I'd, I'd rather like, not learn anything. Well, here, welcome. Yeah, but, like, I want to elaborate, like, a little bit in the non-spoilers on that, like the bridge fight with Doc Ock, which is in the trailer. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. not to spoil it, but just to talk about it. Do you know what Look, I mean? I've written here, my first note says, so little of this movie can be discussed in the non-spoiler section. <laughs> yes. I've tried my best mm. to put some talking points there that we could go through, but before we get into that, we need to talk about Vokes. Ophus Mason. Oh, the Bokes Ophus. The Bokes sure. Ophus. Yeah, yeah. so, we were talking about a Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah, Hard Solo's mate, Bokes, Bokes Ophus. <laughs> non- is Bokes Ophus cool? I don't think he's cool. I think he's I think he's an Ophus, like his name yeah, would suggest. Exactly. He's always yeah, yeah. tripping over like flight cases. He's probably and stuff. a droid. Like a, no, I was thinking, like I was, a trippy, pic, I was okay. picturing a little man, a very oh, okay. small little man, and he's got a stick. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. He's a small you don't see his face, he's got a mask on. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Folks, but then he flips, at the end of the movie, he flips the helmet open and it's Brad Pitt. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. He's doing it, isn't he? So this is the first non-COVID movie to make over $100 million in a US opening. Okay. It's also, uh, this is a, they had a $200 million budget, by the way. Double that for marketing, roughly, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, that seems low. Uh, that's about the standard for something. Yeah, I like guess. This. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. It is the standard at this point. But I'm like, aren't there movies like? Haven't we seen some stuff that's like two seventy five? Like, yeah, probably. amounts of money. Yeah, I think Endgame was probably closer to that. Um, Over here, here's me being like two hundred million dollars, not a lot, but two seventy five. Uh, I guess when you think about it, what they did and who they like, you know, who's in it, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And it's, it's so it's the Tom Holland's, Tom Holland's third one, and you yeah. know, it's Zendaya's third one as well. So they're getting more money. It makes sure. sense. They actually had a $121 million Friday opening in the US, which is the second highest op- Friday opening ever, uh, second only to Endgame. Of, of Marvel movies. Yeah. No, no. Movies. Of movies? Yeah. Not bad. It's very rare these days we get a, we get a, we get a proper, mm. like, like big, big debut on the board or something that isn't like, well, it's actually, it's the best, um, biggest release that it wasn't also released on streaming and also blah, blah, blah. Here's a question for you though. Before on, we get James. into, I'm gonna I'm gonna spring the what the story is on. Okay, true. I'm, I'm gonna do that in a second. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's estimated the weekend could go as high as 250 million dollars in the US, probably hot, maybe higher, and it's gonna make a 500 million dollar worldwide debut. This is like pre-pandemic numbers. Movies Very, are back, baby. I don't know if they are. I think this, this is, movie's back, baby. And this is one I want to. First, I'll do this then. Fine. What do you think the story was? Uh, okay, Spider Man. Last last time we saw Spider Man, he's like, oh no, uh, everybody knows I'm I'm Spider Man. I'm Peter Parker, but everyone knows Spider Man's Peter Parker and vice versa. And also, I I'm wanted for murder. I didn't do a murder, but everybody thinks I did a murder. Yep. I mean, one guy thinks I did a murder. Yeah, and he's very loud. He is very and, loud. And annoying. So, so everybody thinks I did a murder. So what can I do? I better maybe I can go to my friend Doctor Strange and I can be like, Doctor Strange, do a magic so everybody murder doesn't, everybody doesn't know who I am and thinks thinks I did a murder. If you're right, yeah. Would you, would you mind? And Doctor Strange is like, uh, all right, <laughs> all right, cool, all right, all right, yeah, I don't care. I'll do a magic. Oh, we've done the wrong. I've done the magic's come out wrong. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, bad stuff's gonna happen. And then and then and et cetera and so forth, villains and, yeah, 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 yeah. and dimensions and whatever. Mm. Do you think 
And I, because I think it's the case, but I want to know your opinion. Do you think this helped that they didn't reveal so much of it? Because I think that got people into cinemas. Oh, you think that and people got are people int- talking more? You think people are intrigued by what might be happening? Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, that, I don't think that works for something that's not this. Like, if they're yeah. like, "Who's in? Who's in the next GI Joe movie?" No yeah. one cares. I think, if I may, and I'll, I'll get to this later. I think there is some stuff in this where if it wasn't characters we already knew. Uh, and and a cast that we we already like, yeah. That I people would would not be so. I completely nice. agree. Uh, let me ask you this, James. Yes. Well, actually, before so uh, earlier in the week, you had seen this movie, and I'd not seen this movie. Yeah. And I asked you. I said, "Did you like this movie? And do you think it was good?" Two separate <laughs> questions, because I think that is, uh, I think that is like a valid at this point, because, and especially agree, like yeah. something that is, you know in a lot of ways, trading on nostalgia. You can be like, I really like we talked about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. It's like, did you love this? Did you have a fun time? Was it good though? Yeah. Did, in a sentence, did you like this movie? Okay, I really liked it, mm-hmm. but with the caveat that I don't think that that's a necessarily a correct opinion about this as a movie mm-hmm. because I think without knowledge of previous movies, without liking these characters in this universe, does any of it make sense? Do you care? But I also think there's some pretty like decent emotional moments in yes, this and there's there some funny moments which I didn't get from Ghostbusters, yeah, which yeah. also might be because I don't, again, I don't care about Ghostbusters. So I think it is better than, I don't think it's bad without the stuff that I really enjoyed, uh-huh. but I don't think it's like great. I think adding the stuff that, which we can't, which again we can't talk yeah, about, yeah, yeah, adding yeah. the stuff that, you know, that elevates it to me in a lot of ways. Mm. Only works because I like those things. Right. Well, here, here's a note. Here's, here's my second note. And I, I, I wrote a bunch of notes about this movie and then I came to this conclusion. So I put it up the top because I think it's important. Yeah. Uh, I've written here, Spider-Man colon No Way Home is the Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice of the MCU. <laughs> okay. Let me finish, James. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's ambitious. Yep. It's huge in scope. Yep. Good cast, charismatic cast. Yep. You like him. Good superheroing moments. Yep. Good emotional moments, like you said. Yep. Looks great. Mm-hmm. However, James, there is a big butt on the horizon. Yep. And I'm not just talking about this caboose right here. You've got, you look like a frog in a pair of pants, mate. What are you talking about? And then about? I've, I've got a stage direction in here that says point to butt <laughs> for emphasis. Did you draw a picture? No, I didn't draw a picture. I didn't have time. <laughs> we can just put dick butt in. Yeah, That's sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But here's, here's the note that I have. And again, this movie contains a few elements that are so, if I may, monumentally stupid, mm-hmm. that they threaten to derail the whole thing. And As think, in the movie or the universe? Maybe both, but the movie, I yeah, think for okay. sure. And I think for for, peop, for some people, this stuff will. Now, to be clear, I like this movie a lot. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. I think this movie contains maybe my favourite superhero moment of the year. It's maybe not the thing you're thinking of. I think I do know what you're thinking you, but of. I, but, but I think it's yes. probably exactly what you think I'm thinking of. Yeah. And again, like you said, I think there are some genuine, like, great moments of of like emotional weight yep. to a lot of this stuff. I think some of the action is good. I think some of the action especially is reminiscent of like not all of it, but I think some of it has that Sam Raimi action feel to it. Yes. Like a real kind of brutal intensity to some of the fight I completely sequences. Agree, yeah. that maybe we're absent in I mean there was there was elements I think there has been elements of it in in the last two, but I think this one like sort of ramps it up. Yeah. But again I, I had a lot of fun with this, and I think I think I think as an overall experience, I'm like this was definitely worth the price of admission. Yeah. What a blast! I'm glad I didn't know at all going in. Yes, yeah. but I think that some of it was very dumb. Yeah, 
I, I don't disagree with that. And, and I think in the sense, like, the reason I've said it's like Batman v Superman is because that movie, when it came out, I didn't like it, mm. I think. But I've come to appreciate there are a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in it, and in subsequent watches, I have had fun with it, and like a lot of fun, yeah. Like I've derived a lot of fun from it, but there's a lot of stuff that is very stupid in it. And in this one, I've kind of done a, I did a speed run in the cinema yeah. of this movie where I'm just like, I'm just gonna like I've learned over the span of yeah. several years to just be like, well, I'm just gonna zip through. And- I think this though is more as a blockbuster is way more satisfying, at least on first viewing, of mm-hmm. than Batman v Superman. Yeah, like there's things that I anticipated in Batman Superman, which they ended up doing or not doing, which I was like, okay. But this, I feel like the things that I wanted to see, it did deliver on. Yeah. And I always well, good fan service as well. Totally, but again, yeah. I think some people will be on the fence. I, I think if if this was not a, a, a sort of a some characters that I liked, I might be like, God, this fan service. Yeah, absolutely. But I think because I'm like, oh, of course, you know, I remember this and I enjoyed these and I like these people, so yeah. that was a fun little nod or what have you. So I think it's also okay that like, so I think it's similar in Endgame in some ways because you cannot really watch Endgame on its own. Yeah, right. I think this is probably this isn't as. Not that Endgame is airtight, but it doesn't feel as airtight as Endgame was. Yeah, right. But it is kind of in that vein of you could enjoy this, I guess, if you didn't know anything right. about it. But yeah. it certainly helps if you've seen the things that this is referencing and the people who yeah, right. appear and whatnot. Uh-huh. But I also think, like, as a movie-going experience, that's totally okay that it's yeah. built this way. Yeah. Because I think... This is the movie that Marty Scorsese was warning us about. <laughs> this is the roller coaster, And if you have fun with this... And I did, like, that's great. Yeah. But uh, maybe some people don't want roller coasters and they're like... But to be honest, like, I've never... And I was in, like, a preview screening with lots of fans and people went apeshit, like, five times maybe. Yeah. And I've also seen that in people in in Australia as well, which is unusual, cheering in this movie multiple times, which doesn't really happen. Did you have a similar experience? Well, I just yeah, my my cinema was not that packed cuz I went on like daytime. Yeah. But uh yeah, people people were people were like, "Oh, and cheering." Hooten and, and hollering. A little hoot, little bit of hooting and hollering, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um I I think you were talking about like nostalgia and things that they brought back. Uh-huh. So, one of the huge things was the villains. Yes. And I think there was a danger and I was worried at some point that they were just going to be like, oh, and he said this line, so he's saying it again. There's a moment and, okay, this there is are a, a couple. Minor, minor spoiler where uh, the Green Goblin says, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself, mm. which is a line. And then people laughed and whatever and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fun and whatever. And I guess it could be something he would say to people. Sure. But I was that's worried they're just going to keep doing that, but they don't really do nostalgia in that way. It's not uh-huh. strictly look at this, I'm saying this, do you remember this? Mm, yeah. I mean, there are moments of that yeah. and there are certainly hints to other things. This is yeah. hard to do, not, not spoilers, isn't Look, it? we can talk about, we can talk about uh, how did you feel about the inclusion of, because they're in the trailer, yep. uh, Doc Ock, so Electro. It's Doc Ock, Electro, Lizard, Goblin, Sandman. Big glow up for Electro. Yeah. He's essentially, literally got him. Uh, it's it's like a different man, though. Yeah. It's compl- he's like, yeah. he's so cool now. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah. He's like he's compl- just Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah. And, it, but, and it is the same version from the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man as well. I feel like maybe he was, uh, uh, him and the Lizard and probably Sandman were a little bit underused. Like, we got... Different Lizard design as well. I thought the Lizard looked more photorealistic in the Amazing Spider-Man than he did here. Mm. I thought he, um, I think there was some... And it seems as if they reuse some of this Sandman and there's also footage from Spider-Man. If, if 3. I may be critical of an otherwise like technically mostly flawless movie, yeah, some of the dubbing of the Lizard and the Sandman felt very there when they were not there. 
They were absolutely not there. I'm not even sure that Reese Siffins and Thomas Hayden Church were in the main credits. Yeah, well, see, what I think, and um, again, this is a minor spoiler, but you do see them in human form, and it seems as if, and some people have made the comparisons online, that they've just taken footage directly from their movies ah, right, right, and right. they've just voiced the other parts. Uh-huh. And that might be true hmm. uh, for this movie. Uh, yeah, because they're not, they're not major players. Like the big ones are Doc Ock and Willem Dafoe killed it. Yeah. So good. Incredible. Let's maybe save most yeah. of Willem Dafoe talk. There's um, there's a there's one there's a spider sense scene. With, oh yeah, right. That <laughs> involves him, which again we won't spoil. But okay, let's take it back a bit. I thought the first half of this, or the first portion, before we hit like the villains and then things really kick off. Uh-huh. Um, I felt it was like I was even beyond when we meet the villains. It felt tonally kind of all over the place, and it was like kind of like blink blonk. Oh, what's going? <laughs> I've slipped on a banana peel. Like it felt that that kind of vibe. Okay, and it's kind like of a like slapstick comedy. Yeah, and it's kind of like yeah, this is all right, I guess. And it felt kind of the same as the last two, and uh-huh. kind of, and not in an exciting way. But then it does hit a point where it becomes an entirely different thing, Ooh. which I think it gets significantly better from that point. It just uh-huh. kind of feels like, what am I going to do? And I think this might be the end of the era of like this Spider-Man is an idiot and a child. Yeah. And I think we're going to get less of that going forward. Yeah, right, right, right. Which again, we will discuss uh, going up forward. What did you think about the, um, the inclusion of Dr. Strange? And there's a, that like this, we saw the battle in the, in the trailer. What'd you think of that? Uh, they have a mirror dimension face off. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's always nice to see Benedict Cumberbatch. Isn't it funny where it gets to the point where they go into the mirror dimension and things are bending and twisting and we're just like, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Because good. Yeah, yeah. we've seen it like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Spider-Man got punched out of his body. That's <laughs> reform got punched out of his body. It's fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's that's good. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Uh, okay, how about this? And Because this is in the trailer, I feel we can discuss it. The 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 highway battle between Spider-Man yeah. and Dr. Octopus. How'd you feel about it? Because we've seen, mm. again, the high watermark for Spider-Man versus Dr. Octopus is obviously Spider-Man 2. And there's and a few a, really good fight scenes in yeah. that. Yeah. And again, like the, the, uh, the ap- I would say the absolutely iconic, you know, sequence where Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2, he, his spider sense goes off and then a, then a taxi, I think, just comes yeah. through the window where he and, and Mary Jane are having, yeah. uh, having uh, well, coffee. But, th- but there's like that, there's the train, yeah. there's the side of the building, all of the, I think this one felt kind of weightless. Mm-hmm. And I think also- But that's a function of no real I think, arms, right? I think I totally think so. And there's a moment where he's- walking and he's just grabbing huge concrete pipes yeah. and just flinging them like they're nothing. And I'm like, how strong is, how light is that? How strong yeah. is this guy? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it felt like it wasn't a bad scene, yeah. but I don't, I didn't think that was a patch on anything that we saw in Spider-Man two. Mm-hmm. I think there is good action in this, but yeah. that was just kind of like, yeah, you know, yeah. they're doing and it. Also again, like I feel like one of the downfalls of, of Tom Holland's Spider-Man is he is, his technology up the wazoo, like yeah. like he's got he's he, he's they're not shy about giving you know he's he can use the nanotechnology suit whenever he wants. So it's like it it does feel inherently less dangerous if he's trying to save people, but also he's got Stark Industries technology and he can really do anything. He's, yeah, he the, the you know the idea that he might be strong, but he is not physically a match for Doctor Octopus, who has these deadly arms. Yeah. And you know it's it's uh it's, it's not quite up there really. No, I agree. Let's do spoilers. Let's do spoilers. I'm going to say best movie ever. I'm going to say of fun. definitely best movie just, ever. Just get in there. You Maybe maybe you got to push past some dumb stuff, which I, we will talk about. I think about. it's a good, it's a really good, like, experience. Yeah, right. Um, and it, it sounds like I'm being, I, I want to stress as well, I very much enjoyed this. Mm. It was a blast. Yeah. It really was, especially with a crowd. Let me ask you this question. Spoilers? Not quite. Okay. 
Would you give the dumb stuff in this movie a pass if you weren't predisposed to like the cast and the characters already? Probably not. If, if, like, if this was just <laughs> if this was a generic guy, like maybe he's a generic superhero or he's yeah. a generic wizard and the same stuff happens. No, probably not. Yeah, that's, yeah same, I think. <laughs> but uh, that's... Yeah. I mean, it's all in the movie, isn't it? It's so, true, yeah. You, know, you can't, you can't, you can't separate I, that out. It's interesting because it's like, you know, it's how often it's how you, you know, you feel about a movie. Not necessarily like That's true. you can get past, yeah. you know, you can get past certain things, I guess. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, like I, I, I think what I try to get across in this sort of stuff is, you know, even if something, even if an element of, of a movie doesn't make sense or what have you, sometimes it's a case of, well, that was a great scene and that was the worth the price of admission yeah. or like, oh, it's lo- it's great to see these actors bouncing off each other and that's a lot of fun or et cetera. Yeah. And, that, and that is worth it to me and I can look past how dumb it is. Like not everything. Again, we, we live in a world where like we have to sort of endlessly analyze this sort of stuff. And, mm. you know, so many movies of the past, you, you saw it at the cinema and you just – you just let it sort of wash over you and enjoy it. You didn't watch Daredevil again. You didn't watch Daredevil again. Yeah. Okay. Spoilers. All right. So best movie ever, James? Yeah, definitely. Best okay. Spoilers. Number one spoiler. Look, we've talked. We've, we've yapped and yapped and yapped and yapped about Spider Man. Yeah. That's fine, and we'll get back to Spider Man. But Charlie Cox is back, baby. He's back, baby. He's in it Dead, for one scene. Daredevil forever. Ryan Fist never. He, he catches a brick. Oh my god. He catches that's, a brick. That's my favorite moment of. of, of oh really? That's my favorite superheroing moment. Why is that? Why is, that's not the scene I thought. It's you were just. Say. I just. I just really liked it, and I just liked <laughs> the fact that he was back. And just, I think I did a little clap when I saw him. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's great to see him. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's going to do anything other than cameo, but I think it's. You know, it, I think he's in some upcoming TV oh, stuff as well. well maybe if, She-Hulk as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe you'll show up in the last episode of uh, Hawkeye. I would love that. We're good, right? Yeah. And if Spider-Man could as well. I don't know if that's, that's probably yeah, less yeah. likely. But but there, had, there was some crossover because obviously we see Rogers the musical in yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home and et cetera. Um, just the fact that he showed up. And he's he didn't he didn't you know I wasn't expecting anything I wasn't expecting him to suit up as Daredevil and be Spider Man's new dad no. or whatever but just the idea that he showed up and you don't know who even, and I think a lot of people I I think a lot when it when that guy appeared a lot of people in the cinema didn't know who he was because maybe they haven't seen it yeah but just the idea that this guy shows up he's their lawyer he's obviously blind and then he one hand catches a brick that's being hurled through a window yeah. without looking yeah and then Spider Man asks him how he did that. And he's like, I told you I'm a very good lawyer. Like, I think that's... It's interesting also that, like, I think that's a good inclusion if you don't know anything about that character because you would then go, who is that? Yeah, And you'd exactly. go home and you'd look into it. You'd go and that, way home. And it, like, it preps you for the next thing. I guess before we get to the, the big thing, but the other big spoiler is that Aunt May dies in this, yeah. which I thought was a really good moment. And, you know, she was really good and I thought that was one of the emotional beats of this movie that really worked for me. I also thought it was the turning point of the movie where yeah. it wasn't just like, what's going on? I don't understand. I want to get into college. Like yeah. I'm like, okay, yep, all right. Yeah, I think her death scene was very, very well done and we got a, we got a kind of a – She got a vague injury. Yeah, I felt – <laughs> What got was a, it? I mean, she got hit with a goblin blade. But, <laughs> but I, where? In a, a whole body, I think. <laughs> I think it broke, broke every bone in her body. Um, just the, the the moment where, where, where Peter is just trying to like get her to look at him and like it yeah. felt like a very real – Kind of moment of that's what would happen if that was you in there. Yeah, and it gives him like it does. Uh, it's a low point, and it's kind of like he's alone. He has to deal with this by himself yeah, yeah. before he suddenly doesn't. But just to go back from that a little bit, yes, that 
the apartment scene was like a sitcom where they bring in the villains and they're all like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And he's he's got the machine that can do anything that's mm. curing them. It's, yeah, I thought it just made clothes, but it can do it can do anything. Do, do make anything. anything. Yeah. I wish it's I had a miracle a mach- box. I wish I had a machine that can make anything. Right. You can make some bloody ten minutes of bloody quiet in your house. You're not bloody wrong. Ooh. But I also think with that machine, I, I was kind of okay with it because I'm like. Yeah, I've seen the machine that makes anything. I saw it in the last movie. Yeah, it was on a plane. So, yeah, which is like, which is such a flimsy kind of hand wave for me to accept. Yeah. Just be like, I've seen this. But can le- we talk about hand waving? Oh, can I just quickly yes, say please. before we do the hand waving, and then that leads into the Norman Osborn Goblin reveal where he's yeah. changed, and that fight mm. between those two that was felt very multiple. Floors and ceilings yeah. and just going, you know, through things. Yeah, exactly. It, it felt, felt like to me like the end of Spider-Man One. Yeah, and it felt to me like this Spider-Man's like oh, I've never fought a guy like this. Yeah, this is a different kind. This of is a different kind of insane. <laughs> like this isn't just some guy who wants revenge because somebody stole his money. Yeah, or like this isn't a guy who who you know he lost his job and now he's mad about it. This guy's like I want to kills this guy I, I feel like doing some murders because this yeah part. and I, I enjoyed the fact that they were like they broke his mask early on and we yep. just got what everybody wanted all along which is willem dafoe looking like the green goblin because that's his whole deal <laughs> that's what he looks like yeah. Uh, yeah i just thought that was terrific but you're right i didn't really think about that but everybody his face is kind of like a wacky dude and i mean the vulture i guess would be the exception but even then you could you could talk to him, but this guy, yeah. like, straight crazy. Like, yeah. there's no real getting through to him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just it, very dangerous, which I thought was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say, though? Well, I was going to say, in terms of hand-waving, and they, 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 what we would call... Lamp- this kind of hand-waving? Oh, like a magic hand-waving. <laughs> oh, I haven't even written a note about how net is magic now. But um, in terms of, like, you know, we, we talk about lampshading something or, like, it's, uh, hanging a lantern on a thing where you... Something in a movie doesn't really make any sense, so, but if the characters mention it, we all just go, okay, they get it as well, so let's move on. So Spider-Man's main issue in this movie is mm. that there's two. At the end of the last movie, he uh, everybody knew his identity. Yep. And also he was wanted for murder. Yeah. So, again, they sort of hand wave the murder thing away because yeah. Daredevil shows up and he's like, actually, we've sorted that out, so that's not the problem. Don't worry about it. So the only issue really is that Peter Parker is famous now. Yeah. And he doesn't want to be famous, but like because he wants to get into college, he wants, he wants to, to have get into college. college, and it's just and here we go. I'm going to talk about some stuff that I think is dumb again. Yeah. You, you still, everybody's still allowed to enjoy this movie because I did. Yeah, and if I enjoyed it, you're all allowed to enjoy it. <laughs> but everybody in 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 the comic books, this is more significant because most people in the Marvel comic book universe have secret identities. Yes, yeah. but in in this universe. Everybody knows who everybody is. Yes. Like in the in the most recent episode of Hawkeye that we watched, Clint Barton goes to New York and he goes to a building where they've commemorated the Avengers saving the city and just all their His names, names are, on it. Just their just their civilian names are on a plaque. It's like, yeah, everybody knows and they're all they all seem to be fine. Yeah. What's just, the difference between this guy is what you're saying? And and the Yeah, like like, why do they hate this guy? Why do they hate this guy? Because like the Mysterio thing, I guess. Well but... the Mysterio thing, but again, they he gets his name cleared. Yeah. All of this ultimately comes down to he wants his friends to go to college so he like he undoes all of reality. Yeah. And I understand the idea is he's supposed to be a teenager. He's supposed to be kind of dumb and he makes but dumb decisions. But why does Dr. Strange do that? <laughs> but Dr. Strange is an adult. Yeah. And I, and I think he should have said – and also Spider-Man just saved the entire universe. Like yeah. he should know the extent of stakes and stuff like that. But like I think Strange should have said to Peter – like he should have come in and gone – Look, when one crackly orange portal closes, another one opens. <laughs> you know, this is this is life now. Like I used to be, a, I used to be a very successful surgeon. 
Then I was in a freak Lamborghini accident. Yep. I don't know how it happened. Yep. And now I do this. Yep. So maybe just roll adjust. with it. Just, just, I, the difference I think is supposed to be that he's young and he's got things that he wants to do anonymously before maybe he gets he gets outed. Yeah. I guess. But also I feel like, again, Strange should have been. And I know, the like, again, the idea is that Strange is quite arrogant and he thinks yeah. he could probably handle this. But I think – so. One of the one of the issues I think as we as we do more and more superhero solo movies, the question always arises: Why don't they just bring in the Avengers? Why don't they just bring in the Justice League? Yeah. And the the narrative reason is because you can just say, "Oh, they're busy," or "They're whatever." Yeah. But that is that that is less and less likely the more characters we introduce. You'd yeah. be like, "Oh, is Ant Man not busy?" Yeah. Is, Especially when you get to the point is Falcon where Falcon like, not busy? Like, doesn't yeah doesn't doesn't Falcon live on the street? Yeah, exactly. There's, <laughs> there's so many of them. And but and and obviously the 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 out of continuity like the reason in the real world is like well because this is their solo movie just yeah. just it's it's fine because you think like Captain America Falcon would probably turn up to the Statue of Liberty for a big punch up yeah exactly <laughs> so we're supposed to be like well it's just a solo movie it's a solo movie so just don't worry about it just assume they're busy it's fine and and or, or also like in a, in a universe where like again people can fly and shoot lasers out of their eyes and control people's minds or what have you yeah. You, you might say, okay, well, then just just roll with it and, and say that he, he he wants to use magic to, to change everybody's minds or whatever. But I would say that it's even more preposterous in that universe because he has so many more options before he gets to cast a spell that changes all of everybody's, reality. Yeah. Like you, if he went to Doctor Strange and said, hey, can you make everybody in – can you reverse time? Can you make everybody forget that I was Spider-Man? I reckon Doctor Strange should have said, you know, most of your hate seems to be coming from one guy – how yeah. about I cast a spell so he doesn't have a mouth anymore? <laughs> yeah. Or how about I turn his brain inside out so he can only say nice things about you? Like that would be easier. Yeah, the changing the entire Try universe. Or uh, also the fact that he just launched into it and didn't go, is there anyone in particular you want to remember? Mm. He just went, literally everybody, huh? All right, let's get this started. Yeah. He wouldn't have gone, now this is irreversible. Yeah. Do you think there's anybody who maybe you would want, like even me, do you want the other Avengers to know who you are? Yeah. Like, right. what are we talking about? Like, just to go, yep, let's do it. Is he yeah. drunk? Like, what? Great question. What's in that What's in that mug? Maybe it's a little Irish coffee or something. I don't know. But also, just on a, on a different level, he, he wants, like, he wants Ned and MJ and himself to go to MIT. Yeah. Who's the most famous MIT alumni in the, in the MC? Tony Stark. It's Tony Stark. Yeah. So he, are you saying that Pepper Potts couldn't call up the Dean of Admissions and be like, hey, just FYI, I saw this young man yeah. prevent the universe from being destroyed, mm. so maybe give him another shot. Yeah. I don't know. Or, we, or we'll buy you a new wing. Or fight an octopus on a bridge. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, then yeah, then she's like, oh, I've changed my mind, actually. Which is interesting because in a lot of the, like, it's odd that, you, that that woman would be very convinced of that when she could just very well be like, Oh, you set Did this you up. Do this? <laughs> you, set, you set this up to do this, and I, you are a menace. I <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, I look. Okay, let me ask you this, James. Okay. And again, I still enjoy this movie, but I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this one at you. A lot of caveats, Mason. I know, right? <laughs> Was Spider-Man right in the end to do what he did? To do what he did, as in like reverse everything yep. and whatever. Probably not. But I think what they were looking to do was re- to re- restore the status quo. Yeah. Where, so he's not Iron Boy. We'll probably get yeah. this later. Yeah, yeah. He's not Iron Boy anymore. He's got his secret identity. He can go to college. He's poor. He's got no connections. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the big complaints of this particular version is that he's too rich. He's, he's too rich, and he can just go to Tony Stark or Happy and be like, "I need 
school books yeah, yeah. <laughs> or whatever, yeah. you know? <laughs> May I have some school books? Yeah, boys. he's got no support net. Yeah, yeah. No pun intended. Oh. Uh, Eddie. I should have said web. Should have said web. He's not. He's not. He doesn't the, have a support webnet he's anymore. Not the, he's, he's not the trapster, James. <laughs> no. Um, but what do you think? What I'm saying is, uh, and again, if I if I may be slightly critical of this movie, uh, I kind of feel like Aunt May died yeah. because he didn't want himself and his friend and his girlfriend to have to go to community college. That's for exactly a year. what happened, right? <laughs> she'd literally still be alive if he didn't do this. Yeah. So. The other thing, and I did a video on this, so his idea is to cure the villains before yes. sending them back uh-huh. because strangers, like, they're all going to die in their particular realities, which I don't even think is true, and I'm going to send them back and they're going to die at that particular point in time or whatever. But he's like, no, we'll cure them uh-huh. and then send them back to die as normal men. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? The, like The guy like, who's strapped to the sun and drowning. Yeah. Like, how's that going like, to go? Regardless, exactly, regardless, because as they explain, the characters explain, they're like, I was about to die and then I'm here. Yeah. So, like, regardless of whether Dr. Octopus is good or evil, he's still, like, hundreds of feet under the, the East River or yeah. whatever it is. He's still going to drown. Norman right? Osborn is not going to dodge that glider. <laughs> no, that's very true. <laughs> but what I thought, and I put this in the video, is that he probably now put them back in the regular present day. Oh, I see. So right. time okay. has passed and it's Doc Ock in 2021 yeah. or whatever. Anyway, we haven't really talked about the, the main the Ned's thing, magic. But- Oh yeah, that he's got a he's got a sling ring now. But Ned's magic, uh, well, he lost it. Leads into a uh, a reveal, a big cheer. The first oh, portal yeah, he yeah, opens yeah. is uh, he he lied to us. He lied to us for two years running. And I hope he continues to lie forever. <laughs> I hope in future people are like he's doing a new project or something, and people are like Andrew Garfield. Uh, was it nice to 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 share a stage with with uh, Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking Who? about. Who? Sorry, what Who, do you mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you're talking. I'm Just... here to promote uh, keep ticking, keep booming. The <laughs> That's sequel. right. Right, he's back from the dead. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Andrew Garfield comes through, and yeah. the mask comes off immediately, and yeah. huge cheers when he entered, and also yeah. when he when the mask comes off, he is. Incredible. He's so good. He's just the yeah. best, which makes me feel even worse for him for his Spider-Man movies. They were bad, they were bad movies, especially he's the last one. He's fucking but... running rings around everybody, yeah. just constantly. You I... standing next to Tobey Maguire, who I liked, by the way. Yeah. They're just not the. They're not even yeah. close. I'm sure we have done, either on this podcast or as part of a video, mm. like we ranked the Spider-Man, like the cinematic Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm sure I went, oh, Tom Holland, you know, and I don't know where, but, but just... At that point, we had only seen them, like, in the context of their own movies. Mm. Just, you're right, he's running rings around the other two. <laughs> like, he's probably, he's, I feel he's got, and again, maybe maybe he feels to me like the the modern comic book version. Sure, where yeah. He feels like he's he's quippy, and but not in an annoying way. And he's, like, 30, which is, like, the modern comic book and version. He's, and he's, <laughs> he's... Like he's fast with the with the dialogue. Yeah. Like it's a good it's a good back and forth between everybody. And I mean, maybe they did that in editing, but then why wouldn't you do it with everybody else? <laughs> but uh, also, like he seems like he's just having a blast and just mm. being like, "I get another shot at this." Yeah, yeah. Because he was the one that you got the sense that like he didn't want to stop doing it. Yeah. And this very much felt like a redemption story yeah. for not only that character, but for. For Andrew Garfield. Is he 30, Andrew Garfield? He's, he's my age, so he's like 38. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, he's a good 38. Mm. <laughs> but he, does, he doesn't seem like he's aged at all. No, he really uh, – I mean, and Tobey Maguire who's, is 46. And he's a good 46, but he's, yeah. you know, he's 46. Yeah. When he came through, though, to be fair, 
Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is completely devoid of charisma. <laughs> and that's, but there is a charm to him and a simplicity and he's just like, oh, this is interesting, this is pleasant. Yeah. You know, that's oh. kind of who he is. And I also think he didn't really miss a beat in coming back as that character either. What did you yeah. think? Yeah, I, the, so, here's the thing, here's, here's the thing, James. And, again, it was very charming. I loved they were all working together. I lo- And, again, this, you know, there's a moment in it which I, you know, I think in lesser hands it would have been cringy where I think Tobey Maguire Spider-Man says to Garfield Spider-Man, no, you're amazing. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, because he's in Amazing Spider-Man. I'm like, that's, yeah. that's a lot of fun. But also coming from, like, a nerd like him, he would say something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. no, you're yeah. great. Come on. Look, it was good to see them all, but I think what – it felt a little bit like the other two Spider-Men had sort of been sort of preserved in amber since their, their continuities yeah. ended because – and it felt in a way like the writers were afraid to say that they had done anything else since. Yes. Like they were, they'd, they'd be too afraid to approach these characters and say, well, after Spider-Man 3 or after Amazing Spider-Man 2, we did this and this and this. So like – Tom uh, Tom Holland Spider Man is having a conversation with him, and he's like, "What are the weirdest villains you've ever faced?" And they're just like, "The ones that oh, you Venom, saw." And then, and then <laughs> the Rhino. Yeah, but, and exactly like they're just they're just like the ones you see yeah. here, and and another one that isn't in this movie. And it's like you never fought anybody else. I th- yeah, I thought that was. I actually did a video, and it'll be up now on the things that happen after those movies because there are hints. Yeah, and there's yeah, like yeah. things that have kind of been revealed that happen in those universes. But the only things we really got was that. Tobey Maguire is still sort of together with MJ, MJ, yeah. sort of. Yeah. But I wanted to be like, does he have kids? Do they live together? Well, is he thing. doing this every day? Does never, he work? What, what is he doing? Any, and what I was really hoping for, and if if I if I feel like the movie missed one trick, it was a post credit sequence, and we'll get to the actual post credit sequence later, mm. where there's like a tying up of loose ends or a or a denouement, if you wow. will, where we see both of those guys back in their realities. Yeah. And maybe we see it like in Spider-Verse where Peter B. Parker goes back to his reality and we're like, oh, maybe he's going to get back with MJ or like yeah. what have you. Like we didn't see even a hint to what they're up to. Like and I think it, it – They also didn't come with problems that were then solved in this universe. That's which, true. Which, you know, like Spider-Verse, like, like you mentioned, Peter B. Parker's like, I don't know what to do. I'm divorced and I'm sad. And he goes back with like a new zest for yeah, like right. life and being Spider-Man where it was just kind of like, bye, everybody. Well, maybe they didn't want to do that. Maybe they didn't want to be yeah, like, well, sure. well – Spider-Verse did it and we can't just do a, a riff on Spider-Verse. But, again, it would, would have been nice. And, again, like the idea that – and there was this sadness to the idea. And I guess they, you know, they can't all be exactly the same. But the idea that Garfield Spider-Man, Gwen Stacy died and he's just been like not – Hitting people real hard. Just hitting people really hard <laughs> and being sad and alone for six years or whatever yeah. it is. Just felt like that felt like a real downer. But also the the there's a moment in this where there's a battle mm. and – if you can imagine it, an action sequence. I can imagine a sequence it. on when they're fighting all the villains on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and there's a moment where they're not they're not fighting together properly, and the other two are like Garfield and Maguire Spider Man are like Tom Holland has to lead because the other two are like we've never been in a team before. <laughs> You've never been in a team before <laughs> in the like the the decade and a half Maguire yeah. Spider Man. You've never also Toby Maguire fought with New Goblin. That's true. So he has technically yeah, been in a, but it's like a the, duo at least. Yeah, but like the idea that they've never fought it because they don't have Avengers. They don't sure. have anything but apparently. But like you've never, you've never teamed up with like Silver Sable or Black Cat or Prowler <laughs> or Rocket Racer or like. Another Spider-Man from another, another dimension. Paladin, like any of these old dudes that yeah. like would have been in. You've, it, 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 just this idea of like we can't say they did anything outside of the movies. Yeah. You know? I think that is interesting, yeah, that they decided to make that. 
decision for good or ill. I also think it's interesting how when they're talking about who they fought and Tom Holland's like, yeah. I fought him, I fought him, I fought him, purple alien on Earth. And Tom McGuire's yeah, yeah. like, well, I did a thing with it. And, and, and uh, Andrew Garfield is clearly like, he's aware that he's like the worst one. He's like, right. oh man, I haven't fought, I haven't fought anybody. Like, I yeah. thought that was really cool that it was kind of an acknowledgement of like, hey, I'm not in the best movies and I haven't done <laughs> interesting as yeah. interesting things as the other guys. I once, there were some guys, they were in a van and they were listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know what happened to them. I don't, maybe maybe that was a loose end that never got tied up. But I think generally them together, it did really work, you know, when they're talking about the web shooters and how that works and they're doing science together and yeah. they're all called Peter. I think all that is really Let me good. ask you this. Do you think either of them will return for another one? Yeah, Like definitely. to be the dad? The, the uh, I don't know whether they'll be the dad, but I think they'll definitely do this again in some capacity. Yeah. Whether that will be a – could be that Doctor Strange movie covered up even. But yeah. I think down the line we will definitely see more of this. It mm-hmm. might not be for a while, but what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I th- look at the money in this. As if yeah. they're not they're, they're, – that it's already yeah. made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. What else? What that's, else? That's almost the end of my notes, I think. Well, here's something that I think – I think one of the best moments in this – this is the moment I thought you were talking about, which is the best moment, okay. where uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man saves MJ – Oh, yeah. And, like, the catch in itself is, like, it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. But the bit that worked for me was that Andrew Garfield had that kind of moment of redemption where he, he didn't catch the, the previous yeah. person uh-huh. he dropped. And he kind of takes a moment to, like, you know, like, catch his breath and, yeah, like, compose yeah, yeah. himself. And I thought that was that was really nice. And even though that movie isn't great, I always thought the death yeah. of Gwen Stacy was – it's quite yeah. a sad moment that they managed to capture quite Everybody well. Everybody brought in, a lo- like, a level of performance – that I that they didn't have to I think yeah they didn't they didn't he didn't have to bring anything in he could just been like well hey I'm Spider Man woo <laughs> you know me yeah woo, woo. <laughs> my cat my catchphrase woo yeah I also think like the moment where Peter Parker the the regular one is fighting Green Goblin at the end yes and he's just really hitting him and Willem Dafoe's just like just hysterical just uh, <laughs> being punched by this guy is just completely not phased yeah and then when he goes to kill him and it was the Tobey Maguire version that stopped him. Uh-huh. I think that was very fitting for like, yeah. that. It was that yeah, version. Yeah. Do you think? How do you feel about the fact that Aunt May was killed by somebody outside of the universe? Yeah, whatever. Okay, <laughs> great. Okay, <laughs> are you cool. bothered by it? Or? Not really. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I mean, you know, good as any. Good. Yep, that's <laughs> true. Yep, good as any. When, uh, she shouldn't have said, "With great power comes great responsibility." That's kiss, exactly. Kiss of death. Don't do it. I know. Well, I've said it. <laughs> I, what's interesting though as well is that it was like somebody went they finally said it but like it was implied in previous movies that uncle ben had said it but i guess he didn't but or not she in, was just in, like but not in just in case you forgot not in so many words because didn't he remember is it in is it civil war where spider-man is like he says he hints to it hey my uncle said that when you've you've got some you got a you got a lot of powers it's maybe important. you shouldn't just let people be in trouble you've got to save them because you've got to take some uh, you gotta be, you gotta be there for him. Gotta be there for him. Gotta be there Something for him. Something along the, I, I enjoyed it when they did say that together, the great power comes great responsibility. Uh-huh. And Andrew Gufford's like, my uncle Ben said that. And I'm like, no, he didn't. He said something like, if you've got a responsibility, it's your duty that you need to, it's important that you that you look after people and you you use the abilities that you have to to the best of your ability and you be a nice boy. Yeah. Like, you didn't say that at all. Now I'm off to be the president. <laughs> or I already was the president. Can't remember. I'm getting a paycheck either way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I also like the little moment between Electro and Andrew Garfield version at the end where he's like, 
I thought you'd be black. Yeah. And it's like, cool. do you reckon there's that Spider-Man out there? And it's like a little Miles Morales yeah, kind of yeah, nod. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me think maybe they're going to do, because I know they're discussing at the moment whether they're going to do interdimensional Miles Morales. Yeah, right. Or. Same universe Miles But they Morales. could build up Miles Morales in in the Andrew Garfield universe and they'd kill Andrew Garfield and bring him across if they yeah. wanted to, you know. They could bring. Which is what they did in the comics. They could bring sort of. Spider-Verse version to the MCU yeah, I think they could just go. I mean, same, they, they same might... guy we reckon. Yes, yeah, that's what we reckon. <laughs> yeah, that's where we reckon. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. Um, okay, few, uh, what do any any other things? I was oh, going to yeah. say we got to go with. I mean, post credits. Oh, uh, before and that, future can, of this universe. Can we talk about the space time rip that happens? Did you see any big players in the space time rip? Oh, I, saw I think some I saw people... a rhino. Oh, I saw like, but like not the not not the mechanical suit. Oh, like. The... like... The yeah, skin tight, yeah, skin, skin tight rhino. Uh, I saw Scorpion. I think I saw Black Cat. There was a guy oh. with a spear who I thought was Craven. Yeah, the only guy I recognised was a guy with the spear. And yeah, I it was Craven. Yeah, but anyway, we get the memory wipe at the end. And yeah. but yeah, you were talking about how how it sets up a new era. Uh, it's not a funeral. A lot of people said it ends with a funeral because you know I'm, I'm not a big fan yeah. of the Spider-Man funerals. It's a gravestone. It's a grave. <laughs> it's a visit to a gravestone. It's different. <laughs> But yeah, so he goes and lives at an apartment. He's paying rent. He's poor. He makes a, a new costume, yeah, uh, like ha- a handmade one. Like what do you think of that? I didn't get a good enough look at it. I think no. I, I mean it's very like traditional. It's very blue. It's very, it's very shiny blue. blue. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me of like the eighties kind of. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't really get a good look at it either. I guess we'll have to. Uh, they'll release a release a something. They'll release a still or a, like an Avengers um, hot toy or whatever, or like a, a Avengers game skin or something. Oh like yeah, that, yeah, where yeah, you sure. Just play his new version. Um, I don't know. Is this? I was also. I, I looked at kept, it. And I'm like, I is, kept that other suit. is the logo bigger? It seems to be. Yeah, okay, I think yeah. the logo on the back is different. It's yeah. like that big round one with the. Yeah, the I think the idea was he was inspired by the other two Spider Man, and he's made a sort of a hybrid of of theirs. Yeah, is that is that the idea? I think I would have kept the other one. Yeah, because you know it could kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. It was, it's tough to say like whether it was wrecked or not. I wasn't. Didn't seem to be, but oh, well, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed um, like a comfortable suit. Yeah, so and again, I like how Tobey Maguire had a bad back. Yeah, that same. Was a, <laughs> that was a fun moment. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a good moment. See, it's a good, good fun moment. I think you know? those moments were the moments that really worked with worked for me. Yeah, not so much the you know like the actions you know good, but just being in little interactions that weren't like, do you remember this? Yeah. I did this, but just mm-hmm. like seeing the different chemistry yeah, yeah. at work. Yeah. What else? What else are we going to? So the future though. Yeah. So I mean, what they've done here is his apartment in New York. I think so, yeah. It's not in Boston because – Oh, because then, be. then, then later he goes and he visits MJ and Ned and MJ's working in the donut shop. Mm. So what do you – do you think – how long do you think it'll take before MJ's memory comes back? Yeah, I don't know. Immediately? Probably end the next movie probably. <laughs> probably end the next movie. Probably. Maybe they'll keep it for a while because, you know, if you look at the, the original trilogy, she kind of cottons on at the end of the first one. Yeah, And then they yeah, retcon yeah. that a little bit into the second one. Yeah, maybe, maybe we need a – He's going to date a Gwen Stacy for a while. Sure, that yeah. That might be a, a thing. Maybe you'll kill a Gwen Stacy. Maybe you'll kill a Gwen You got to. You got to do it. You simply must. You got to check it off the list. You got to check it off the bucket list. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if, but, but again, like circumstances change and like the the plans for future MCU movies yeah. change. So they might have a thing where it's like after the end of two movies, there she's going to remember somehow, or they might just go, oh, we need her actually to remember for the plot of the next one. So we'll just say, yeah. Doctor Strange built a thing like a like a she they built a he he right at the last second he was like oh I can do a little bit of extra magic yeah. and if he says a certain phrase she'll just remember him or whatever. It also found strange to me uh, strange that Doctor Strange was like this is strange but he was he was like I'm so sad uh, so I'm sorry Peter Parker it's been nice knowing you 
Because I think you'd just be like, this has been a fucking hassle. It's absolutely Actually. nightmare. I don't know why I agreed to any of this. I should have done the mouth thing. I should have removed that guy's mouth. It's just, just one guy. It's one guy, yeah. One. And again, Just like, turn up to him and go, stop saying it, I'll kill you. Yeah. Like and again, I feel like, you know, and again. Replace him with a guy from another dimension. Yeah. Whatever. My feeling is, like, and again, this, this, again, this Jameson feels like just a real craven coward. Yeah. Imagine if just, like. Sam Wilson, Captain America, just showed up and was like, stop it. <laughs> I think he would. Yeah, you're probably right. Don't. And just he'd be like, oh, yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Uh, yeah. You know? So we got two post credit scenes. Uh, we're one with Venom, which seemed pointless. Oh, actually, I was going to say, do you think he'll end up, do you think um, Do you think they'll all end up at MIT together? Yeah. Or do you think that, may, or do you think... I'm kind of wondering because he is very. You think he's going to take some time to. He's very New York, but well, he's got. If, if you look when he when he drops his bags off at his new apartment, he has like the GED book, like the yeah. high school equivalency thing. So I think because I'm wondering if like because everybody's memory of him was erased, so were all his high school records. So now he has to get his. Yeah, I, that's d- a great question. Again. Like, does he have? Is all his digital footprint erased? Don't know. Don't know. Either. Is he still in the Avengers? I think probably, but maybe he never took his mask off. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, because he was definitely there, wasn't he? He's definitely there. Yeah. Um, I'm also wondering if maybe in a sequel, Ned and MJ go to MIT in Boston, mm. and then or and then like opening couple of scenes, they come back to New York because they're like, it was fun, but I didn't feel like yeah, like something was missing, and I don't know what it was or something yeah. like that. I think yeah. Look, also, Pepper Potts could have just given him jobs. I agree. Yeah. Just straight out. Yeah. Like, jobs and money. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But you want the college experience, Mason. Oh, yeah, I guess you do. You want yeah. that two hundred thousand dollars student debt. Yeah. That's what you want. You want, you to, want be to be like I it. threw up there and I threw up there <laughs> and I threw up there. So there's a Venom post credits, which yeah. is just whatever, and that really confirmed to me. And having watched uh, the last Venom, Sony um, should not make solo. Spider-Man movies, yeah, live action, right, right. Because you're just, saying without the intervention of Marvel, yes. And I know that's probably maybe not necessarily a popular opinion, mm-hmm. but just look what they do when they're left <laughs> to their own devices, and they're not even terrible. A lot of them, it's just like this is whatever, yeah. You know, like the Amazing Spider-Man two and like the last two Venom movies, and look, I know Morbius isn't out yet, but who gives a shit? And maybe it's amazing, <laughs> like it, it could yeah. be, but it's, maybe it's amazing. Put that on the poster. <laughs> Roll the dice. Yeah. Maybe it's amazing. <laughs> but I just don't – I don't have any faith Maybe in Maybe people will be thrilled by a man he's weak and then he gets powers and he's strong. I've never seen that You've before. You've never seen it. But I think maybe that's what these movies have set up to do also is isolate Spider-Man so that they can pull out of the deal because there is only one more contractual contractual – Contract agreement. Oh. Yes, he's got one more MCU movie. And then it goes back to Sony. I think they're going to probably roll it over, but they don't have to now. Yeah, right. Because where's Iron Man? He's dead. Where is Fr- where's Thor? He, Thor doesn't know him. Yeah. You know? But I mean, Marvel and Kevin Feige would, would be aware of that, right? They'd be Completely. Like, yeah. uh, but uh, what I'm saying is it's an option now. It is They option, could yeah, do yeah, it if true, they yeah. were so inclined. Yeah. Because I don't know if you know this, but during the split – of Marvel and Sony, they were going to make a Craven the Hunter movie. That's All what right, they were going yeah. to move forward with. Okay, great. And then they got everything back and did Who's this. Who's he hunting? Regular animals. Regular animals. Um, I guess it's also uh, we need to mention the Doctor Strange trailer. The play I mean, before the we do that, I was going to say, but uh, the a little bit of uh, I've seen people on the internet asking how did how did Venom get drawn into the MCU. And I think it was just cross wires because the idea yeah. being that like everybody who knew Peter Parker was Spider Man got drawn to the MCU. 
I think. And then, well, Electro didn't know who he was. Did he? Nope. Because huh. he took his mask off and he's like, oh, it's you. Oh, right, yeah. So I don't I don't think, think he that, had a little inkling. Yeah, that rule isn't hard and fast, it seems. Seems that way. There is an explanation. I like, think it was just crosswise because they went he went into the weird Venom, Venom, symbiote da- database or whatever it was. Well, apparently the symbiotes, and I put this in the video on Sunday, that Venom uh, is well, all those symbiotes are connected across the multiverse. So even right. if he didn't explicitly know, yeah, you, he could he it, that's why he was drawn there. And that's why when he saw him on TV, he's like, this is interesting. I'm interested in this. Also, why? Oh, because other Spider-Man from another yes, universe like has been Spider-Man Three, Spider-Man, whatever. Yeah, right, right. But like, it, but even little things that Sony do, like that shot where he's got the mask off and he's standing. That's not in. That doesn't happen. That's true. Yeah. And and then Venom's gone and he leaves a symbiote because they're probably going to do black suit at some yeah, point. I yeah, guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just I I don't I don't I don't know I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't I don't even know if I want to see him fight that version of Venom. No. Well, here's my question. I guess. So if we're going to follow traditional Spider-Man, Ven- and this is a criticism I've had of of the idea of putting this Spider-Man and this Venom together, is yeah. that this Venom has no ire against Spider-Man. Which no. Is so, so, and that is, I feel, a core element of... Do you build a new Venom then? Do you build a new Venom? MCU Venom. Who, is there someone, like if we're following the traditional Venom storyline, Spider-Man will wear the, Tom Holland Spider-Man will wear the black suit for, for a movie or yeah. 20 minutes or whatever. And then the symbiote will go to his greatest enemy or mm. someone who has the most, the biggest grudge against Someone who's him. under the bell. Yeah, someone who's <laughs> under the bell, exactly. So one of the members of Saved by the Bell. That's right. Probably Zach. Probably Zach, not Screech. He died. Yeah, Screech. R.I.P. Uh, but could it be uh, the Vulture's daughter? Yeah. Because she doesn't don't like him anymore, I guess, probably. And then you could do Lady Venom. You do Lady Venom. Would it be Which like only done twice before in live action? Yeah, but could it be like um, another person who got the symbiote? Who's it? What? Or you give it to his uh, Flash Thompson's hat Flash or whatever. Thompson, sure, but yeah. I don't know whether that guy could pull off being a serious villain <laughs> right. in this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah. great. I think he's funny, but I don't yeah. know whether that would work as a yeah. villain. Um, yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I think eventually they're just going to make Tom Hardy fight him. I think that's what they'll sure, yeah. they'll figure it out. <laughs> they'll figure it because out because yeah. that's the version that people know at this point. And even though I'm not a huge fan, they make money. Those that's movies true. they make a lot of money that for some true. reason. Uh, anyway, Doctor Strange trailer. Yeah, uh, bits and pieces, snippets and grippets. Uh, I mean, anything? number one thing, Shumagorath is in this. Yes. The, the, the Although somebody pointed out another it, dimension. it might not be Shumagorath. It Much might be another dimensional something, something. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, there's that. Wanda's in it. Um, you know, we see we get glimpses of other bits and pieces in the multiverse and the big reveal is, of course, that evil Doctor Strange oh, from, from What If. What If. He's like, your greatest enemy is evil Doctor Strange from the What If animated series. <laughs> You thought no. your greatest enemy was you, but it's this cartoon brought to life. Different guy, yeah. Different guy, we reckon. Eyeshadow. Mm. We've given him eyeshadow. Yeah. Very wig heavy in that trailer, if you don't mind me saying yeah, so. What is way. going on with that Doctor Strange wig in general? It's like a beehive from the 60s. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Why yeah. do they do it? He's got hair. Just give him his regular hair. Why are they doing this? Too Dave? late. The wig's going to get bigger and bigger. It's true. He does dye his beard, though. There's beard dye in this. Oh, that's right. That yeah. was fun. That was a fun little inclusion. Uh, I, I thought you'd appreciate this also. Uh, the special thanks to our good friend, producer, hero. Avi Arad. Man of many talents. Avi Arad, Arad at yeah. the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, to be fair, he's responsible for a lot of what is now. Yeah, that's true. He set up, like, the yeah. Spider-Man trilogy is successful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the original ones would be, like, in large part because of him, and I know he hasn't done great things since necessarily, 
but he has been involved in good things yeah. also. He was also did a lot of the animated stuff in the 90s, which got That's people on, involved. So I can understand. Did he get it cancelled ultimately? Yeah, he got a bunch of stuff cancelled and everybody hates him or whatever. <laughs> but, but, you know, he's you cannot deny his meddling. <laughs> That true. cannot be denied. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to talk a little bit about – oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say the only the other thing I would mention in those credits, uh, is this the first time maybe, – maybe it's in a previous one. Have they always been Spider-Man created by Stanley and Steve Ditko? I don't remember, to be honest. Okay, yeah. Well, this yeah. one definitely has it, which is yeah, a nice good. touch. Also, one of the special thanks is to J. Michael Straczynski, who, of course, creator of Babylon 5, as you know, but also comic book writer. Of course. And he wrote – the Spider-Man One More Day storyline, which is the one where... The memory erasing. The memory erasing one. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. But but it's interesting because I only learned this week uh, they made him write that. Oh. Like that was like editorial publishing edict. They're like, we're bringing you on, but you have to write this. So he just took that bullet. (laughs) Yeah, and he apparently at one point he wanted his name taken off the the writing credits for that story because he didn't like it so much and nobody likes it really. So he's just eaten that for years. Yeah, but now they've been like, special thanks for inspiring this movie, J. Michael Straczynski. (laughs) Special thanks for eating shit on behalf of us for all those years. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Look, honestly, that I didn't read it at the time. It never really affected me. It's just like a story point that I know of. But, you know, I think there's – there can be good things that spun out of it. Like nobody likes the clone saga, but I think there's been good Spider-Man clone stuff yeah. since, you know? Yeah, it's weird. again, it's weird that none of the other – neither of the other Spider-Men went, yeah, and I got cloned and that was weird. Yeah. You know, just give me one of those. But then maybe if they mentioned another movie, they'd have to make it. I oh, think they true. should though. Well, exactly. Do that's, a Spider-Man in a world, 4. In a world where every, like, every movie is like, let's tease a little thing and see if people like it and then we'll do it. Yeah. It's weird that they didn't go – Maybe I'll have more adventures in the future <laughs> or the past. Maybe we'll see some of my old adventures from the past. I'm going to have adventures in the past. What do you reckon they paid Tobey Maguire? Five million? Yeah. 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 He hasn't done much recently. He's in Boss Baby. Oh, I... <laughs> First Boss Baby. I was going to say I haven't seen Boss Baby like I would have seen <laughs> Boss Baby. But it's on your list yeah. of movies to see. Uh, I got some uh, a quote here about the future from Kevin Feige from the New York Times. Amy and I and Disney and Sony are talking about... Oh, also, James. Oh, Jesus, Mason. I'm in the middle of a big quote. Yeah, I know you are, but Don Heckel also got a thanks. Okay. He was like a long-time uh, Avengers artist. Yeah. And he also co-created uh, the costume for Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Excellent. Yeah. Can I do this quote now? Oh, and also he created... You can... Co-created Daredevil, probably. Probably. He's one, of those, he's one of those guys where it's he like. He probably was involved. He's, he passed they, away like 1995 or something like that. Yeah. But uh, he's, he's one of those guys that probably. There's a lot of people that probably created things, isn't there? Yeah, but then they didn't get the credit for some reason. Interesting. 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 Anyway, New York Times, uh, Kevin Feige says, Amy and I and Disney and Sony are talking about it. Yes, we are actively beginning to develop where the story heads next, which I only say outright because I don't want fans to go through any separation trauma like what happened after Far From Home. At the end of the movie we just made, we see Spider-Man make a momentous decision, one you've never seen him make before. It's a sacrifice and then gives us a lot to work with for the next film. So, yeah. The plan is currently that they are going to be working together uh, and it is moving forward because obviously in between the last movie and this movie, Uh there was a bit of a falling apart and whatever. Then they came to a conclusion. Would you like me to read some reviews from people who have written to the show? Mm -hmm. This is uh, from uh, Viton says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Did uh, Spider-Man No Way Home did the most Marvel thing and that is found a way to restore the status quo it's not just Tom's status quo, but it's it, but it's the comics. So many possibilities, and he's so silky now. 
He's very silky, very silky at the end, yeah. that's right. Uh, Average Dawdler says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, hey, Mr. Sunday Movies and at Wikipedia Brown, that's you, Mason. It's me. Watching Spider-Man No Way Home in theatres was an absolute blast. There were some big cheers, especially for Toby. Can you tell us the movie moments to which you guys actively cheered in the cinemas? Cheers. Never. Yeah, I've never cheered for <laughs> Not. I'm not against it. I, know, I don't know whether it's an Australian thing, but shut up. Everybody <laughs> shut up in the theatre. I just don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. Aerosmith, when I want to Aerosmith this. I don't want to miss a thing and I just would like – and that's why we generally speaking don't do reaction stuff. Yeah. Because I don't – I'm not a guy who's like, what's this? I'm like, everyone, sh- so I can watch the thing. Yeah. Now I'm going to watch it again also in silence. And then maybe I'll see if I – and then the third time I'll probably stop it at moments yep. and, I'll, and I'll see if – Details. To see what's what. Mm. Uh, Devesh says, uh, hashtag with the pod, no way home, pretty good. No big leap in terms of filmmaking, but I'd be lying if I didn't say I smiled for most of the runtime. Holland at his best since Captain America Civil War, though the biggest laugh would definitely be the special thanks to Abby Arrett in the credits. Hilarious. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, Craig says, no way home is a great uh, event movie, but I don't think it is built to last and doubt it will stand the test of time. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because I do want, like, I, I feel like I'm way too close to this yeah. to make that call right now. So, I'm not yeah. saying, I'm not saying uh, Craig is wrong. I'm saying entirely maybe possible. Craig, maybe it's Craig. Also. Maybe it's Craig. Yeah. That's true. But don't you think that's possible where yeah. people look back and go, like with The Force Awakens, and go, that was just fan service and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right, right. I think that's very possible. I mean, a lot of people, again, it, it's, and, and. Again, not to take away no, from. No, and again, yeah. and I think the internet, like, you know, it, it. As we always say, and as we just reviewed this thing, it rewards this is the best thing ever or this is the worst thing ever. Yep. And I've seen a lot of reviews that are like, this is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. And I don't I'm think like, it I don't is. know if it is. And and I think eventually we'll sort of come it's probably to Probably the that most consent. crowd-pleasing, I'd yeah, imagine. Yeah, and I think, yeah. I think we'll, we'll, we'll eventually come to a consensus. Yeah. Do you have – what are your favourites? Spider-Man. Yeah, that, the original Spider-Man? Not the character Spider-Man. He's your favourite one? Yeah, he's my favourite character uh, in, this, in this franchise. Not probably. to be boring. I quite ro- like Homecoming because yes. I like the, ho- the the back at high school thing. Yes, yes. Into the Spider-Verse, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Verse. Spider-Man yeah, yeah. 2. But probably into Spider-Verse still mm. best by far. Uh, one more from – oh, maybe not by far, but just my favourite. The 90s kid said, watching Spider-Man No Way Home was the most fun I've had at the movies in a long time. That's probably true also. You know what it I mean? is a real it big a fun, event. It is a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, and being in the pandemic for two years, you know, you don't yeah. experience this kind of stuff. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting the film to have as much heart as it did. It's the first MCU Spider-Man film that felt like a fully genuine Spider-Man story. Best movie ever. So, yeah, the general consensus is of people writing in that even the people who maybe didn't love it were like, I still really enjoyed it or I, I loved it and it was crazy good. I had a crazy good time. Mm. I was like this, ah, I love this. <laughs> Anything else, Mason, no, or should we everything. move it on up? So let's move to our other, our other segment. Yeah, what's, other what's than it called? Re, other than James and Mason review movie. Oh, yeah, what is which it? Which is our most famous segment, I think. But our second most famous <laughs> segment is what we're reading yep. and what we're going to read. Hey, great. Let's do it now, don't okay. you think? Okay. Let's get this bloody theme song ready, mate. I'm never bloody ready, am I right? Yes. Thanks. I'm doing the theme. Westworld. Mason, I, I just, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to know uh, what you're reading. Also, we're going to not spoil Spider-Man from here on out. We're going to try our best. <laughs> Go for it. What well, are you reading? after all the rumours oh. of Andrew Garfield being in Spider-Man yep. No Way Home, mm-hmm. I thought... I should go to Netflix and look up some other Andrew Garfield content. And so which, I watched Spider- which of his Spider-Man movies did you watch? I didn't watch any of his Spider-Man movies. Instead, I watched a Tick, Tick, a Boom. Amazing, the, uh, the right? Netflix, uh, 
the Netflix musical about musicals. I loved it. About I'm, being in a musical. Do you love it? I really liked it. It was good fun. It's yeah. Andrew Garfield plays a man whose name I've already forgotten, but he's a struggling uh, he's a struggling uh, playwright, musical theatre playwright. Man. But luckily, he writes Rent. That's so lucky. You're very lucky. But I, I really, I, um, I really related to his struggle of a guy who can just like, just offhandedly like make a musical in his home and just you know do all this amazing mm. stuff until the pressure is actually on to write music <laughs> for his actual musical that he's trying. Like he, he's at a party and he's just like, hey, everybody, let's do a beat and let's make a song or whatever. And it's, and it's yeah. just you know, it comes to him so naturally. But then when it's like, you've got, you've got to write a musical that people will actually come and pay to watch. He's like. The woman got no. That's that's not right. <laughs> delayed, 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 delayed. Yeah, yeah oh, that's interesting. Again, he's just a very, very, very charming man. Yeah, very good, good I've work. been I've been meaning to watch that, but I want to like sit down and watch it properly, and I haven't had like yeah, yeah. a free night to do that. Um, well, I watched the opposite of a heartwarming musical about the guy who made Rent. Oh no! Uh, you might remember the movie MacGruber from like ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, I do. Hell yeah! There's a trailer for a new series. There's a new series. It's out right now. MacGruber. It's on. It's on Stan. Yeah. Fucking Which incredible. Can, for it's people who don't so remember, good. it started out as a you know a, a classic SNL sketch where it's the same thing every time. It's MacGyver. He's yeah. MacGyver, and there's a bomb that's about to go off, but he is he is uh, he's weighed down by like some severe emotional problems, and like his assistants <laughs> in Kristen Wiig and whoever the other person was in the in the in the yeah. SNL sketch, are like come on, McGruber, you can do this. But then he's always like, I'm he's sad about his relationship or whatever, and the bomb explodes. But then there was a movie, yep. with Kristen Wiig and Ryan Felipe yep. many years ago, ten years ago. I would say 2010, maybe. Yeah, and where it's just a fights Val Kilmer. It's just a ridiculous. 80s throwback action thing. It's not hugely MacGyver, but it's just like no. It's more yeah. It's more like a lethal weapon. Just kind of Will Forte off. just being an insane man. And didn't do well. Didn't do well at all. People didn't like it. I think it's it, and it's like it's it's he's awful. Like he's an awful and yeah, he's yeah. still awful. Yeah, and he's got bad ideas and he's dumb and people hate him. But again, and I this is <laughs> a spoiler for a movie that came ten years ago. Just there's this. I if I remember correctly, there's a there's this running gag that. He's always throat ripping people, and you never see it. But <laughs> yeah. at the end, and everybody's like, "No, you can't." And at the end, he just you can just tear people's throats out with his bare hands. Well, not to spoil too much of the new one. Heaps of he that. just does so much of it. It's just constant. He skins a man and wears his skin. It's oh, there's no. so much going on. Yeah. And again, like he's terrible. Yeah. Like he's a terrible person. Yeah. And he's just got bad ideas, and yeah. it's, it's just like he's not pleasant to be yeah. around. And they should do uh, like a. Like a like a pack of like un unrewarded like just like un uh, unappreciated like that era comedy gems that and like I think um, like never stop never stopping, stopping is probably and, up there. also um hot rod yep like the love those, guru yeah all the no, class no James no you've tried to trick me with that one and put that in but that's not true actually you don't mess with the Zohan yeah yeah all actually all the, the good classics. ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. little Nicky Zoolander two ah uh, the animal with Rob Schneider yeah yeah, yeah, yeah these yeah. are all big ones just Zoolander two you get a second copy of Zoolander two you get two copies you get of that. two copies of Zoolander yeah, two yeah. yeah so um just fun I mean if you liked the movie I think it's probably even better than the movie to be honest. Because uh, it feels like multiple kind of – it's long. It's a show. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I also uh, – I've been reviewing. People might know this. Uh, and just like that, the Sex and the City, um, oh. the new series. Mm. Uh, Claire and I, my wife, we do, we do a podcast together called Suggestible. This one is called Suggestible in the City. Well, uh, It's like recaps like we do for Hawkeye, except we talk about Sex and nice. the City. And it's 
It's really fun. And people might not know this, but I know an insane amount about that show. Yeah. And it's been really fun talking about it. I listened it, so. to the first episode. Mm. and uh, Thank you. You're very welcome, cause, which covered the first two episodes. Yep. And uh, you seem to be pretty on board with, with the concepts of it. Yep. Generally, you're still on board with this show. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like it's it's Sex in the City. So yeah. it's that again. And <laughs> it, for, like for, for all its faults and, um, yeah. you know, and, and not. Is there a new theme or is it just the Sex in the City theme? Like the do 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 yeah, yeah, do, yeah. or do you mean like the running theme? Both. Uh, there's no theme song, and it's slightly Whoa. it's a different running theme. I don't want to spoil it for people who okay. haven't seen it, but um, all your characters are back, and all my character, all the characters, except for Samantha, who is not, who is not, not back in there for yeah for various reasons. Anyway, uh, should we go to the next segment? Let's do letters. Show? Let's do letters. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Yeah. 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 I'd probably do it all day. Yeah, same. But I don't know anything about music. Yeah, It's from Dave who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Dave, first of all, wanted everybody to know that if you do want to reach the show, Mm -hmm. hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Dave, for letting us know. Dave says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hey, gents, long-time listener. Uh, Not great at Twittering, but here goes. My fiance, Natalie, and I love your Tom Holland voice. I wondered if you'd both wish her a happy birthday in the voice. She's 30. 30, 30. What is that? Uh, on Sunday, December 19th. Oh, just so in time. a little bit late probably when you're hearing this, but let's go. What have we got? What, what, where are we going with? Uh, Natalie is turning 30 okay. um, on Sunday, the 30th. Okay. So we're 30th. doing this in stereo. Yeah, I guess so. Hello, Hello Natalie. It's, it's your, Tom. It's your Tom, friend Tom Holland In stereo. Stereo. Um, happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Oh, in it. When I'm 30 in 14 years, maybe we can get a pint together. I hope you're still married, though, just as friends. In stereo. In stereo. Wonderful. Thanks for coming, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Both of you. Yeah. (laughs) That was awful. No, I thought it was really good. This is an email from Andy. Andy. Uh, Speaking of fiancés. All right. Subject line, should I divorce my wife? Here we go. All right. Uh, Andy says, I've tried tricking her into listening to the podcast in the car and at home, but she refuses to listen because she hates Australian accents and so doesn't understand half my jokes. Cool. When should I divorce her and do you have a good lawyer you can recommend, Andy, from the UK? Great question. I mean, I don't, we don't know that many divorce lawyers no, in the UK. I mean, i got a couple in the back pocket just in case. You always want to have a few ready to yeah, go on yeah, speed yeah. dial, but I'd yeah. rather not share them publicly. What you might want to do then is maybe take her on a, on a holiday to Australia yep. and then divorce her then and then we can – yeah. We can supply some lawyers then, I guess. Maybe she's got other interests. Maybe she'd like to uh, to go through suggestible in the city oh, yeah, or just yeah, suggestible yeah. to yeah, get here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a different husband. Or a different husband. Different husband. Give her a different husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Interesting. Uh, Andy, we'll, we'll, we'll workshop some stuff for you. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Workshop some handy divorce stuff for you. Some handy Andy divorce stuff. Yeah. It's from Andrew who says, hashtag with your planet pod, is there any way Marvel can, can successfully pull off something weirder than No Way Home without alienating mainstream audiences? I feel like that has to be the peak. Again, we're not going to spoil it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's kind of difficult because, well, Endgame felt like a peak, didn't it? Yeah. But this, I feel, is kind of, I don't think as big because yeah, Endgame yeah. was like everything happening uh-huh. all the time. But for some people. But this is a culmination thing, yeah. of many things. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, it will be a hard thing to top. 
And I think Multiverse of Madness is going to take a big swing at that by including as many things as they possibly can. Yeah. Japanese Spider-Man robot. Yeah. Japanese Spider-Man robot. <laughs> do you think yeah. they could do it with other uh, characters or franchises? Do you think we could? Mm. Like, well, I mean, I guess we could do like, look, I, I can't say whether that's spoiling, but look, I think it's possible. I think, you know what? I think they have to do really, yes. realistically. Yes. And I think Sony got lucky because they had that swath of like villainous characters and the like to, to pull from yeah. from 20 years ago. Can't do that for every franchise. Oh, that's true. Maybe X-Men, I guess, but I guess. Maybe Batman. Maybe Batman Bat- could do it with the, yeah, because we know we're getting the Flashpoint. But I think what they need to do again, like they do with Endgame, is build up all these current characters they're working on and give it another crack in like yeah, yeah, yeah. five to eight years or whatever. True. Yeah. What's next, Mason? This is from Sebastian. Hello, Sebastian. Uh, on the Hawkeye episode five review, you guys were wondering whether if, uh, if Florence Pugh ate the mac and cheese for oh, real yeah, or not. Oh, yeah, I did see this. What In an got? interview with BuzzFeed, Bert and Bertie, the directors of Hawkeye, said that she was actually eating the mac and cheese for real. I knew it. Fuck yeah. In fact, they were actually concerned about the amount of hot sauce she was eating take after take. <laughs> and that Florence Pugh actually came up with the idea of using hot sauce that day on set. I wonder wow. if Florence Pugh has a nosmia. What's a nosmia? Like other no smell, smell thing. Yeah, it might be. Because people, they have a Do lot you of have a nosmia? No, I have too much nosmia. <laughs> You've got an excess of... I have maltonosmia. 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 Great question. She uh, might have. I mean, some people just love hot sauce. I mean, true. if it's just like a sriracha, I can I can eat so much of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. it's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, Kipper, uh, Sebastian says, uh, I felt like I needed to let you guys know about this. Truly important information. Keep up the great work. I love the show and you guys always he- uh, make my day a little bit better. Wow, that is lovely to hear. We really appreciate, we appreciate it. it. Do you have any more email? I've got, I got two more emails. Let's okay? email together. This is from Scott. Hello, Scott. How are you going, lads? Just wanted to say thanks as I've been dealing with a rib injury from jiu-jitsu and I've had a lot of pain in the chest area and I appreciate you guys making content that is good, uh, that is enough to give me entertainment and a good chuckle. Nothing funny enough to cause any chest pain. Oh, mate. <laughs> You're really looking out for me in this trying time. All the best and keep up the good work from Scott. Thank you, Scott. We hope your ribs are feeling... I hope we're not doing too many big chortling laughs that will hurt your ribs That's more. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and i got one more. Okay. It's a local food squabble. <sighs> I, I, I feel... You know, you, 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 you're excited for this? I'm ready. Oh, I think we, I can, we can really dig into this. Okay. Because there is almost no ev- evidence in Ooh, this. Oh, that's my okay. favourite. Uh, hello, gents. This is from Chris. Uh, since you've been squashing regional food beef recently, I was wanting to get into the action. I've decided to steal a fight from one of my neighbour cities, the classic Philadelphia. Where is the best place to get a Philly cheesesteak? Mm. There are three main contenders. Two of them claim to be the ones to originate the idea. And every person you ask will say, you have to go to this place. The other place is just tourist traps. So please, once and for all, is the best Philly cheesesteak Geno's, Pat's, or Jim's? That's it. That's wow, all that's, the information you know, we it's, have. Well, Geno's, Pat's, Jim's. If Gino. you're in Melbourne, mm. um, you should go to um, uh, Sparrow's Philly cheesesteaks. Okay. Fitzroy. Do you want to just say that one then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's the one. That's the best one. Yeah, where it, and where it originated from. Yeah, it's in it's in um, it's in a, the catfish, which I is a pub. I think I've ever had a chili cheese fish steak. I don't think I've ever had one. You've never had the fictional thing you've just made up. Yeah. It's interesting. Have you, yeah. You've had, obviously I've had never, one before. I've had a reg- yeah. I've steak. seen them before, oh, and I'm just so like, good. that doesn't look good. Yeah. It looks like it's too much. Looks like they are would, too much. Looks like it'll just like flop down over my heart. Yeah, it's gonna. Just like I've got one right now. I haven't eaten one in weeks, but it's still there. Yeah. They're not too much, you find? Well, I went there one time and I'm like, extra cheese, please. And they're like, are you sure? That's a lot of cheese. Wow. I'm like, I'll tell you what's a lot of cheese. And then you did. I did. It was that. It was too much cheese. <laughs> yeah. So it's our one, the one that we said. I think it is, yeah. I think that way Sparrow's. nobody wins. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrific. Cop that Philadelphia. Now, I've got something to float with you for next week, Mason. Oh, yes. It's a tough uh, situation to be in. It will be the last show of the year. Yeah. And tradition. Oh, we forgot Snake Eyes. We'll have to push it back next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, I just okay, realized. Yeah, no, we can do that next week. Next God, week. So, and I've closed the Google Doc, so I can't. 
can't open that up again. Open You've got again. a time lock Google Doc. Ah, why did I install that? Anyways, next week will be The Matrix. Yep. Snake Eyes, obviously. Nice. And it's also normally our yearly wrap-up. It's our yeah. award show. That's right. Now, the question is, though, yes. do we dedicate an episode of The Matrix and then we do an extra show for the year mm-hmm. in early January? And then we and take th- a And then we take off. a break. Do we do that? I think people might appreciate that. Yeah, I think maybe we do. an extra show yeah. in January. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. We might, okay. That might mean we'll have to take a slightly longer break in January. Yes. Uh, but I think I don't really want to do Matrix, which I pro- I hope to have a lot to say about, Snake Eyes, which I know I have a lot to say right, exactly, about. Exactly, that's true. And then do the awards. Yeah, three big things, three huge events. God, which one? Which is the biggest, do you think? They're probably Snake equally Eyes. big. Oh, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is probably the biggest, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's coming up. So we'll probably do it like that unless it changes. Yeah. Uh, Raw, Raw Collings, who edits this, is no doubt probably getting that. Um, there's a there's a survey you can do where listeners choose what their favourite and least favourite. and <laughs> But the awards we do for the yeah, year. yeah. Yeah. But that might go up maybe. I thought for a second that you were going to say there's a poll where people say their least favourite things, like the least favourite things about this about this show. Oh, I'd love like to see that. least favourite bits. Please, if you've got any suggestions for that, yeah. hit us up. <laughs> hit us up. Anyway, so I just thought I'd float that with you now. But okay, then that's great. the show, isn't it? Yes, it is. Folks, thank you so much for listening to this show. Wow. Specifically, um, uh, if, uh, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends about it. Uh, thank you for uh, subscribing. Thank you for leaving a nice review, which I am told you can also do on Spotify now. You can do it on your podcast platform. Wow, yeah, that's Some cool. people saying you can do it on Spotify, but I had a look. I couldn't do it on any shows that I listen to, so I don't know. I don't know where the button is. Hopefully, but you if can. you can find the button, do a review. Maybe on you Spotify. need to do a, like the app get reinstalled. And, or not, you know, they oh, update whatever. whatever. Yeah, right. You know, when you ever open up their apps and it's like you have twenty-seven new apps that you got to yeah, update. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I did this yesterday. Yeah, that's I don't right. even have that many apps. Yeah. Anyways, this is a review, though, because I'm trying to get through them all. This is from an official Ginger Ninja Trickster who says, this is a fact. If you put five stars into one Olympic swimming pool, we'd all die. Makes sense. Is that true? I think so, yeah. And this is from Al Bagel No Muffin. All Bagel No Muffin. James is Frodo and Mason is Sam. You ready for this? I'm ready. It's like... Uh, if you like your podcast to reflect the journey of Frodo and Sam from Lord of the Rings, then this podcast is for you. Listen as James and Mason carry this podcast up the Mount Doom of weekly publication. Witness as James is driven to madness from the weight of the show and Mason realizes that he can't carry the podcast for James, but he can carry James and the podcast. Oh, that's beautiful. With every week, James expresses his gratitude for being a podcaster while he exhaustingly wonders what the meaning of anything is. Meanwhile, <laughs> an unfazed Mason confronts... <laughs> Comforts and reassures James and the listeners that everything is all right. Not only does this podcast mirror Sam and Frodo, but real life as well, especially the power of friendship. Nice. Isn't that a good metaphor? Have I ever said that I went my entire life not knowing how the Lord of the Rings trilogy ended Mm. and then like the day before I went to see Return of the King, I saw (laughs) like a a post on the internet, maybe like the Something Awful forums where it was like, oh, yeah, and then Gollum bites off. And I went, ha, great joke. What a great joke as if that would actually happen. And it did. So somebody listening to this probably went their whole life without knowing how it ended as well. Oh, no. And it's Christmas is coming up where everybody watches Lord of the Rings. That's right. coming up. It's uh, this Saturday. We hope you have a very Merry Christmas. But what else is going on? Uh, Mason, with about the show and whatever. Boxing Day. I hope we have a good, you have a good Boxing Day. Yeah, but this day, is where so. you wrap up the show, etc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks, if you want to get into contact with us, if you've got any regional disputes, they don't have to be food. You can email no. in. You can also email about anything, really. Yeah, you can go to Weekly. We, don't, we, we want some of the information, but not all of the not information. Not all the information, right, right. If you provided any more information than, than the names of those places, I wouldn't have been able to say Sparrows. 
Philly cheesesteaks. There's also a place on, on Flinders Street called uh, Fat Boy Chili, uh, Philly cheesesteaks, but I haven't been able to get there yet. I go what? past it a lot. Oh, really? I haven't been in there. Let, somebody let me know if it's good. Anyway, um, uh, you can uh, go to uh, weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can join the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the yeah. uh, Weekly Planet Pod subreddit and Discord. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah. follow Raw Collings on Twitter, at Raw Collings, and also at the Weekly Planet. You can follow me on Twitter, at Wikipedia Brown, on Instagram, Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. If you'd like to support the show, you can review the show as as, as, as people have done so. But you can also uh, go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can chuck in a buck. We'd appreciate that, a buck or, or any amount, even a uh, bigger amount, a smaller amount. That's Whatever right, that's right, you, that's you right. Miss. It's all good. It's all gravy, baby, as It's all gravy, babe. Um, you can also go to bigsandwich.co. You can sign up for nine US dollar dues. Per month. Too easy. Very easy. Too uh, easy. Bonus, uh, content, movie commentaries, bonus podcast. We did the Die Hard one as previously mentioned. I think the big sandwich uh, content will keep going even when we're on holiday. Yes, I we think. are going to continue that. So if you're like, I'm jonesing for some big sandwiches, mm. they will be, continue there. Nice. I want to try a new thing, maybe a video thing just for big sandwich. Oh. I, I'm thinking about it. Anyway, um, don't get so, excited, everyone. Okay, nice. <laughs> Temper your expectations, folks. Uh, so we're doing that. Um, and that's cool. That is cool. We've got some T-shirts on tpublic.com. You just search for the Weekly Planet. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody. That's right. We'll see you after. Wherever you're from, what are you doing? Stay safe. Yeah. Uh, we hope you don't get the Rona. That's right. And um, don't don't risk going to the movies just to watch The Matrix. Yeah. Watch it on streaming. Watch it on streaming. Which you absolutely can do. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. And don't, uh, don't spoil it for us. Well, I think we're seeing it Tuesday, so oh, yeah, I'm not anyway. That's right. true. I don't know. All right. Thanks, everybody. Grab that gem, you guys. We will see you next week. And goodbye? Yes. We forgot to talk about Snake Eyes. Ah, Snake Eyes. It's a real thing we're going to talk about. Best movie of the year, probably. We don't. I mean, definitely. We'll We've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it many about. times, hundreds of times. I've seen it hundreds of times. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. 